and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. I'm also here with Sean Bell. Hello. And thank God he's back. It's James Farley. Hello. Good to have you back, bruv. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. Alright, well, let's, we've, I've looked at the Google Doc today, and my word, have we got a big show ahead of us. So <laughs> let's get straight to James's feedback, then, then the listeners' feedback, and then James can take, the, he can reclaim the news. Can't wait. I'm excited James, about that. It's, it's, let's yeah, get that's... to your notes, mate. So you weren't here last week. Let's hear what you thought of last week's show. Well, okay, it was generally a good show. Um, Thank but you. Just, just <laughs> I to say come... that so, with such anger. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of points. I'll come to you in a minute, Sean. Um, <laughs> this is- <laughs> here we go. We got here. I mean, okay. First of all, I don't remember you saying anything about my mic during the show. Um, there was the bit at the oh beginning. Oh my god, he's blaming you, Dave. He's blaming no, you. There was, there well, was the gone. bit at the beginning can, can, where obviously use- it was it was bad. And then, <laughs> okay. but then after after I said that I fixed it, you said nothing for the rest of the show. Okay. So Matt, is that true? I mean, you said it, the mic was booming. How many times? Point. Probably Maybe. two, three times? About, about, about it, once. It, it, I think about once at the beginning. It was in the intro, so we had definitely started recording at that point. Yeah, I, no, I did mention it a couple of times that your mic was booming. I mean, I can find the recording. I've still got the recording somewhere, yeah, so I can could, find please, that if Please do that, because I, I don't remember that anyway, but I might have just blocked it out because I didn't okay, enjoy right, that. Okay, so. I will cut that in now. It's interesting oh. it sold more on the GameCube, but you're saying it hasn't sold as much as, say, the Wii. No. Okay, I think, yeah, is it, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, I thought, I, thought find, I, thought, I thought you'd find it interesting. Right, it's, next, um... next news story. Jesus Christ. Okay, so the other one what is James one that... have to say about this? You're really... Right, right, okay, you're really... Yeah, James, this, well, is, this is a shitty interview, James. What the <laughs> fuck is going on, James? Your mic is really booming. I don't know. This is just all messed up tonight. I'm just... I don't know why it's doing that. Can you hear me okay? Or yeah, not? yeah, yeah just... We're going to be fine. It was really booming. Um... Mm. Just make sure it's not peaking on audacity. Tomorrow's going to be a fucking awful edit. Right, okay. There you go, there's your proof. Go on. Okay, well, I don't believe you because I've not heard it myself, but I'll... Okay, I'll, well, I'll do the, I'll right, do, listen, be... I'll just, I'll do the apology next week. Um, when <laughs> just assume happened. it's in there, James. Just assume it's in and apologise now. Yeah. yeah, go on. So anyway, I, I can't... The, I mean, the other thing is, is, I mean, obviously, I can't be bothered to go back and listen to all the times when Sean has dropped me in it, but he has done it. And... <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, but you must have examples because I, when... Sean is right. When he said that last week about, oh, he's always stabbing me in the back, I couldn't think of a single time where he stabbed you in the back. So you must have it has an example. Sure. I'm, I'm sure it's happened. I, I just can't. I, I mean, I'm not going to go back and no listen example. to what, like 129 no, episodes the, or whatever. The thing, is, the thing is, James, right? If we occasionally just rattle sabers a little bit, it keeps Dave off our back because he doesn't. If, like, if we don't get too chummy, then there's no need to, like, split us up for the entertainment value. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't even follow that logic. <laughs> well, although you did later on, you did have a go at me about reading of the emails and the tweets yeah. the week before that. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, you, I direct, did. You, you, you issued a direct statement to James on the podcast. But that listen, was there was weird. the thing is right is I did have points about that, and yeah. it was because of the dicking about at the end of that yeah, episode. Yeah, no, because there, there were extraneous it was starting to. I mean, it did get on my nerves, and <laughs> it was get, because it was worse than normal. And do you know why? It's because you were trying to show off to. To more, which is just pathetic. <laughs> that's that's, that's what that was about. That's, that's exactly what I was doing. I'm, I'm not denying that. I, I'm excited when Tamor's on the show, and I'm excited. I, I like Tamor. He makes me laugh, and hopefully, I make him laugh. And yeah, yeah no, I was Sitting definitely showing off. That's exactly off. what it was. I, was just, I don't yeah. know. I thought it was embarrassing. So I just, well, I, I don't know. know. We were all laughing. 
Well, you we were laughing. I didn't think it was that funny. It's just Matt. You know, did you I mean, did you think it was funny? Yeah, of course he did. He'll just do whatever you say. It's, it's sure. Funny. When you heard it, you liked it, didn't you? You liked the Gordon Freeman stuff, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I, I was amused. Yeah. Oh Sorry. right, mm. it's only James. It's only James. Whatever. Rumpy Sorry, James. James. Another, another stab in the back. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ari uh, Snowbro Kids or whatever it is. Ari Snowbow. It's Snow. Whatever. It's still a stupid fucking name. I mean, let's be honest. It's it's still a stupid name. And also, but, but one it, of the other things I was, was wondering about is Matt. Japan. Matt, did you did you own an N sixty four? No, I don't think I own one. No. Okay. So why did you love N sixty four magazine? Uh, I, it's just I, I like the writing, and all my friends own them, but I don't. I, don't, I didn't own N sixty fours. You didn't know one, but then, you, you, you didn't own one. But then, why do you also know nothing about like Nintendo games, even though you profess to have loved that magazine and read it all Whoa, the time? This is like James. <laughs> this is a bit. <laughs> Weird. Also, I, I, I said I didn't have like a Nes and a Snes, but then uh, well, I can read a magazine if I want, James. Yeah, sure, this writing. is just, you know, you're going on about, you know, about N64 and all that kind of thing, and I thought, you know, you, you've never even played one. It's, that is you know, the most, that's the weakest <laughs> that is, deflection no I've ever heard, because he he's glossing over the fact that James said it would never be called Snowbow Kids. <laughs> Matt, got, Matt proved that it was called Snowbow Kids, <laughs> and James hasn't got a reply, so now he's just going, we, you didn't have an N64. <laughs> By that point, I was in a bad mood. Like after I'd heard all this other stuff, <laughs> carried before, on so, to this week. Yeah, it's it's not very good. Okay, next thing was young person's clothes. So you had that whole <laughs> thing about like saying that I don't wear the TCGS like T-shirt. That's yeah. not true. I do wear it. I just didn't want to wear it for an event because I didn't want to look like an employee. It was or that's- for when you're or for when you're doing the podcast, you always get the ump if one of us yeah, is wearing it. Despite the fact, weird, isn't it? It's just like sitting there thinking James, that I'm doing my show. You know, it's like I've got to wear my t-shirt. No, no it's not. We- you can't see us, right? If I'm wearing the shirt now, I'm not. Yeah. But if I was, you wouldn't be able to see us. No one would be able to see us. No, no one listening to this would be able to see that. Well, that's so fine. I'm problem? not. I'm not complaining about you wearing it. I'm just saying I wouldn't. No, you were wear complaining it. about me wearing it. I wasn't. Yes. Oh my god! Is is your defence tactic now just a fucking lie? Well, is that what, what you're doing? It was Matt's one? I'm just copying him. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> what? Don't blame me. Blame me for this. So then, my okay. nephew was snarky walking around DGX. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, my last one was the most likely to be a made-up character, and I mean, I thought. That that was mean because I just thought. I mean, I, I I I thought. I mean, the one obviously the most likely to be made up is going to be comedy villain Matt. You know, I just thought. Why? <laughs> oh, why no, me? That's a, um, that's that's a good shout. Why James? Why did we go for James? Did we give an because excuse? Because he wasn't yeah. there and it was easiest, yeah. I suppose. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comedy villain Matt is quite a good shout, but also, mm. you're a professor in the history of China. Like, I'm not, I'm and, a doctor, but you know. Oh, whatever. Who <laughs> gives a shit? <laughs> but, like, on a gaming podcast, and, and you spend all your time, like, despising your time on this gaming podcast. <laughs> moaning so i think maybe that's more unrealistic than you know matt stealing cereal off a baby because he literally did that so yeah that's not even a that's misunderstanding (laughs) anything else james that's all that's all i've got i mean in general i thought it was a good show but i mean i wish i hadn't taken the week off now because at the beginning it was just hammering after hammering that i was getting which was (laughs) you know as to be expected i guess but you know have you got anything to say about how you fucked up the recording the week before then no, I mean I told you I, I hold my hands up. That was a that was a mistake. 
But why when I when we pointed it out at the start and said can't do a test recording and you went, Yeah, done one, it's no, fine. I, I had done a test recording. But we hadn't we couldn't hear we didn't hear you do it. Well that's probably because so it wasn't you working possibly- properly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well then when I played it back in my own earphones it sounded fine. Right, you, but you didn't record anything. I didn't. You didn't say test, test, of test or anything. Of course I recorded. I'm not that No, because we would have heard you it. Remember before when we had all those incidents, like when we lost that whole episode because of me? I'm not going to make that mistake again. <laughs> but you did make that mistake again. <laughs> I didn't. It was fine. It still worked. Fuck it, L. All yeah, right, poorly. okay. The worse is in that it's a very same week, a mere few days later, and I, previously, someone's like, you know what, I've just got to commend you guys on your audio quality. Yeah, it's then true. Then the next episode, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I come back. I mean, this is just this is great, isn't it? Because, because you know we'd be saying worse things if you weren't here. <laughs> you know that for a hell. Go on. <laughs> right, okay, let's get to listeners' feedback. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So uh, John emailed in. No, not John Denton. Another John. There's plenty of Johns out there. Uh, a few months yeah, ago, sure. I was introduced to Kane and Vince's cool friends that smoke cigarettes behind the school shed and say swears. These months, Best description have... of the show ever, by the <laughs> yeah, way, John. That's, that's a new Apple podcast uh, you know, description. These months, we have shared some beautiful moments, the computer game show and I. Flash forward, and my missus is off to see the Queen movie with her mum and friend. I am listening to the pod in anticipation of a night of Red Dead Redemption 2 picking out snacks from a 420 fuel to turn to simpler, horsier times. Then talk turns to 4K Jetsons-level visual technology, probably <laughs> funded by selling off shares before Brexit, and the pod reaches out from my phone and takes a shit all over my snacks as I am playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on a, on a base Xbox One. Ooh! <laughs> Not only do I, do, do I have to Thanos everything on my meagre 250 gig of my hard drive, please be downloadable Walking Dead. I mean, actually, I'm not sure if it is, given they've taken loads of stuff off. Um, <laughs> but to have my meagre 846 penis laughed at in such a savage manner has destroyed all the self-esteem I thought I had left. To have the HDR tinted glasses blown away was some poetic justice and a hilarious episode. I love the pod and thanks for the continuing hard work. But even Cheers. without even without the HDR, it's still shit on the Xbox One, isn't it? So you still wanna <laughs> you still wanna buy a proper console. Um well like what I will say is uh that firstly don't try and blame us for getting the wrong version. I mean that's not our fault, okay? Secondly I mean, we were over-egging it. And if you don't know by now, we're not even thinking about the listeners when we go into those things. <laughs> All I was trying yeah. to do is wind the fuck up out of James and um, Sean. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> I didn't even consider someone might actually have it on the original Xbox <laughs> and they might get a little bit pissed off that we're just ripping the shit out of that version. <laughs> version of a game that they've spent 60 quid on i was just thinking yeah let's fucking get james to do that high pitch thing that he does you know <laughs> <laughs> thanks speaking about antagonizing the listeners mike uh, uh tweeted in after email emailed last week at pc gamers uh, thanks for addressing my feedback on last week's pod chaps i was howling with laughter david you're a dick but in the best way possible never change yeah, that's right at least, right. at least he took I it in the way. I can't believe we got away with that, to be honest. I yeah, we were gonna... <laughs> I was genuinely, and I spoke to you guys about it afterwards. I was genuinely worried about that we took it too far with that PC gaming stuff, but at the same time, it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at someone seriously, like having a pop at us. Um, yeah, it was good. I'm glad to hear you took it in the correct way. Yeah? Yes. 
Good. In the way it's intended. James Middleton emailed in. Following on from the PC talk last week, I picked up a copy of the original COD and Knights of the Old Republic from a local charity shop. Surprise, surprise, I couldn't get either of them to run. <laughs> PC gaming deserves to be mocked. Or maybe it's straightforward and it's me that deserves to be mocked. Uh, also, after talking magazines in the last few episodes, uh, I had to look back through some of my old issues and imagine my surprise to see Sean Bell listed as a contributor to Nintendo Magazine. It has to be the same Sean Bell as one of the articles was about Yoshi's Island. Island. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. What was the magazine? Um, it was, was this uh, a Nintendo magazine. Yeah, the official Nintendo magazine. Yeah, I did a few bits for them. It's good. It's very oh, nice. It, yeah. it, was, it was a shame to like, you know, be there when it died. Um, I don't think that was entirely my fault. <laughs> it was fault, a shame to be the reason it. why it died. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I gave it the that, kiss that, of death. That was just coincidence, wasn't it? That was weird timing. You were in the last issue, weren't you, Sean? Yeah, because it was, was it the last two issues? They did like a, it was, it was like a top 50 or top 100 like non-Nintendo games and then like a top 50 Nintendo games. Um, and that was, that was the most work I ever got out of them because it was... <laughs> They just wanted like like as many people to contribute as possible. So yeah, yeah it was it was nice but to be able to do that. It the best because it basically got you you know to where you are today. So without yeah, exactly. That, probably won't be on I, the show. But I now, don't now think we're... I don't think you can really blame Sean for the downfall of that magazine because it died while they had the Wii U out. That might have contributed a little bit more <laughs> than, than Sean. Could have been Nintendo's fault. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, Luke Summer Hayes from the Bears tweeted in, uh, as did Nintendo Pete Beckett uh, on the Detective Pikachu thing. The game was released in Japan two years or so before the West. It used to be on the mainstay of games Japan get, but we're not getting this. Uh, this is obviously because we talked about the Detective Pikachu film trailer and we're confused yeah, and how about quickly the fact the film it's out got, so yeah. soon. But yeah, um, that's fair enough good came point out that Japan makes sense tw- february 2016 and the film's been in production since april 2016 yep 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 cool uh, obviously last week i say obviously last week we talked about bridges and my <laughs> god we had lots of we had lots of feedback about bridges i didn't think did we of all the things we've talked about in recent weeks and months and i guess over the years you know th- this has been we've had lots of discussion in the discord on twitter anyway chris o'regan tweeted in never before as a podcast made me laugh about my own field of work so thanks for that here's a pic of my favorite bridge as a reward for generating such mirth and it's the fourth bridge because i had to ask him today bridge <laughs> maker chris chris o'regan yeah. <laughs> bridge man Chris bridge man. Barney Sparkles <laughs> my favourite bridge is the Dartford Bridge I repeat Dartford Bridge no, uh, Darren no way it's terrible that, that bridge that was, is it, I don't actually know it. Why, what's terrible about it well I grew well, up in Dartford and okay. it's, you, it's a bridge to Dartford so you grew up in Dartford it's terrible <laughs> it's, uh, honestly it's just constantly busy okay. um, there's a toll well, on it which instantly knocks it down uh, in terms of bridges and it, it was one of those tolls where they did the government went we're building this bridge we're going to put a toll on it until the bridge is paid for and then we'll remove the toll yeah. and then the bridge <laughs> the bridge paid for itself years ago <laughs> you know, it's, seriously it's been about 20 years like since yeah, it paid for it and they're <laughs> still coining it in it's yeah, like no. it's ridiculous well, the, <laughs> it. the the mersey flow bridge is amazing so that's the same deal they were like oh yeah we're going to charge it first and then once it's paid for itself we'll take the charge off when you cross it you literally there's like you pass a sign that's like go to mersey flow to pay your toll and everyone ignores it because no one really knows what that means in the f- <laughs> the first week it opened it generated a quarter of a million in fines <laughs> and which the, they basically had to write the lot off because everyone's like this was not clear at all what i was supposed to do <laughs> they literally dressed a bloke up as a troll that jumped up from under the bridge and people just drove past him <laughs> 
Um, Joseph King, Humber Bridge has to be has to be in the conversation. He said, I has think, to be in the conversation. I don't think it does. Are we doing more bridge stuff? I uh, think that's it. The favorite fictional okay. bridge, the one in Half Life Two. I can't believe I didn't think about that. Really, and uh, bridge that and Mario bit wasn't World. that good, was it? It's a great bridge. It wasn't that good. I was thinking afterwards. I was thinking the bridge that raises up in Super Mario Odyssey because if you don't raise that bridge, that you don't get to play Super Mario Odyssey. There ain't no way you're getting to the frog. No way that you're sorting out the Odyssey. Well, you're not even sorting out the Odyssey at that point, are you? You've you've got to go to the Cascade Kingdom, which is at the top of the big hat. Anyway, I've been playing Mario Odyssey again. Next question. <laughs> uh, Johnny Balls, he emailed, it, he emailed in last week, but uh, I wanted to save it. So long-term listener, Matt Botherer, and Rainbow Six Siege player here. I've played... He, he said that because he, he's always tweeting me shit. I mean, sorry, moaning at me on Twitter. I think it's probably the better way of saying it. I've played tweeting Siege... Tweeting me shit. He's just Mad giving me people, shit. Matt Murray. actual saying. Yeah. I've played Siege from the Christmas it was released up until very recently and I've put around a thousand hours into the game at this point. Until the last latest season, I played it with a few groups of dedicated players and usually sat around mid to high gold rank. So I think I'm fairly representative of the dedicated player base uh, that aren't just team-killing toxic morons. It was really interesting to hear the views on the planned update for the visuals in Siege on your uh, episode uh, a couple of weeks ago and you raised some interesting points regarding the sensitive issues and the subversive influence of outside forces on the design of Western video games. However, my views on this are a little less highbrow than that discussion. The changes themselves in Siege don't bother me, as I'm sure after a few hours of play, I would barely notice them. The recent changes to Clubhouse and Siege took a while to get used to, but now it's second nature. This, the changes to me represent the biggest issue Siege has had since launch, the bewildering and frustrating management of the team by the design team. And he basically goes on to say that it's basically, uh, he wasn't upset by those changes in the game, more upset by the fact that the issues uh the, the tons of changes basically basically made to to appease uh the really high level pro players uh and basically that they hope he's hoping that future siege re, uh updates refocus and uh, wins him back on the point um does he that, give an example yeah so basically uh okay i'm not okay so there i, I wanted to skip it because it, it is a huge huge uh a huge email but uh, well, I suppose the discussion there is is that it should I mean at the stage that Rainbow Six is now, um, and it has got a big e esports following. Like, it, is it important to appease the pro players rather than the general players? And and I kind of think that maybe at the sort of life that it's in now, if it's appeasing those players, then maybe I mean depending on what the changes are that they've made, but surely that has got to be their priority. And I can't think of something like an update. Obviously, I need to read this email Yeah, properly, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. So, so, so basically, the issues he's finding are it's poorly designed, overpowered operators that take months to get fixed, uh, operator abilities, taking the frame rate of the game down to single digits, players becoming invisible, insanely high ping, hit registration well, that's problems, etc. That's got nothing to do yeah, no, with... No, 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 but, but, but what he's saying is basically like, um, while these types of updates still crop up, issues still crop up, uh, but pretty much every update, the design team continues to focus on the strangers of things. People who have bought the game, but hundreds or even thousands of hours into it, a lot of whom have even ploughed real-life cash into it, are being overlooked in, in favour of the pro league and former markets. So he's thinking right, you know, so the, the, a lot of changes are focusing, are, yeah, focusing oh, gotcha. elsewhere and, 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 and not where he thinks are you know, the right areas of the game to focus on. Yeah, no, that is pretty shitty because obviously they'll be doing that to try and... Um, because that's where the money is at the moment, right? Exactly, that's yeah. where they're making their money. And um, if that's a detriment for, to, 
Yeah, they could turn a lot of people off doing that. So it's a risky one. It's like a balancing act. If you're totally fucking off the general public, then when you know it comes to the next version of this game or or a game like it that they release, then you know there's possibility that people are less likely to play it because of the bad um, blood that they build up over this. Um, and then they won't have a fucking esports scene if no one's playing it. Yeah, he's saying basically like the eighty to ninety percent of players, like me and my friends who play the game to silver or gold level, are the ba- are the player base. But the operators are now balanced depending on how the less than not point not not one percent of pro players utilize them. Um, mm. And basically, yeah, it makes some operators more or less useful uh, depending on what the pros are doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think, uh, like I see what you're saying, I, and, and uh, that's interesting, I don't think that has any direct effect on um, the update that we were discussing, really. No, no, uh, I, but, I think yeah. it's just it was just like a different viewpoint, the fact that you know, we're moaning about cosmetics, but actually there's bigger things which aren't happening mm. um, elsewhere. True. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, thanks for the email. Uh, Steve fine. Brown emailed him. I last week talked about Tetris Effect. It's a really rather good video game. Steve Brown, that chapped moved by Tetris and it being an emotional experience. Do me a favour. <laughs> so I, mean, I, so I saw this. this is that you or Matt? Who was it then? You or Matt? Well, I don't know. It could be either of us, probably, I suppose. Probably both, I guess. I mean, he, it, so I saw this and I was like, I don't really like... Obviously, that tweet doesn't really tell us a huge amount, so I'm sort of wondering where he's coming from. So I thought I'd have a quick look at his, <laughs> his Twitter feed. Uh, where he seems to be coming from is position of man who does nothing on Twitter but slag off podcasts. <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, he seems to have real trouble. Like, yeah, so obviously he hasn't pinpointed me or Matt. He seems to have real trouble with people's names, unless you're <laughs> unless unless you're Ryan Scott from the Comedy Button, who he fucking hates. Like he's been. <laughs> <laughs> he's been tweeting at him for months just being like get rid of Ryan Scott he's not funny he's cringeworthy I hate him um, he, he's been tweeting at the video game every time video game have put a podcast out he really really doesn't like um, when they have a, they have a, like a section at the end which is like a comedy bit and he says it's not funny and they should use that time for reviewing more games again <laughs> It's been like literally about six months he's been going on at them. I don't think they're listening, mate, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Has he touched a nerve for you, Sean? I just thought it was funny when I saw his feed. It's like literally that's all it is. Like it's not even hard to find this stuff because it's just like... Uh, so he, when um, Elena Pierce left IGN, he tweeted at IGN saying, Elena Pierce leaving, yay, there is a god. Tweeted at her saying, I can now listen to IGN podcasts again now that you're leaving. This is a, That's uh, this is a couple of weeks after he tweeted at her asking if he could have a signed pair of her knickers. Um, you're oh, joking. for fuck's sake. Yeah. What a fucking... <laughs> anyway. Right, okay. So yeah, I just, we, what a character. Is good. Uh, <laughs> tweeted us before? I don't think so, but I mean, probably time to find a new hobby, mate. No, 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 <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Do you think he could replace David? He could actually, yeah. He's got the uh, he's, he's got the he's mentality. A, he's abrasive enough. <laughs> Steve Brown, you're the new main one. Yeah, come on down. Also, yeah. play Tetris for fuck's sake. Clear hasn't played yeah, it. It's really good. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. No, uh, right, cool. Thomas Lamarfa, forty-two email. I've in. got a feeling that's not the last we've heard of that fella. <laughs> go on. Oh, oh, please email in again, Steve, if, if you're in the audience. Uh, Thomas Lamarfa, forty-two. Hi, gentlemen. Of the many things I love about the show—bickering, funny noises, story arcs, interaction with listeners—the thing I really appreciate is the way you unapolog- unapologetically champion the games you love, the enthusiasm and the passion you all convey 
day is infectious. You talk about him from the heart and it really motivates me to check out the titles you highlight in such glowing terms. I mean, obviously you are taking bribes from the publishers, but even so, I don't think he's kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're not. Uh, a couple of examples spring to mind. Yoku's Island Express and on Rush, you guys dedicate lots of pod time waxing lyrical about his games. I'm so glad you did. They're simply not on my radar, but your recommendation compelled me to pick them up on release. Um, they're now firmly both in my top five games of the year. I also picked up a PSVR this weekend, having been lured in by the pre-Black Friday sales. What a revelation. I've been a little bit cynical about the prospects of affordable VR, but hearing you guys chat about Tetris and Astrobot in recent weeks convinced me that it was time to take the plunge, and I'm so glad I did. Both games are fantastic. I also revisited your PSVR we are launch special and I found it pretty relevant, uh, pretty much as relevant today as it was then. Great stuff. That's available on YouTube, by the way. Uh, fair play to Matt. Although the popular view of Matt is one of an excitable puppy dog jumping on the hype train <laughs> of every new product for only five minutes at a time. You, you got me there. <laughs> you got me there. <clears throat> okay, uh, he has in fact been an advocate from PSVR from the beginning. He's been consistently positive, even during the more barren months of PSVR. He's been vindicated now. As he's been vindicated now, as the library of games looks much more encouraging. It's thanks to Matt and latterly James as well that I finally joined the PSVR club. So there you have it. <laughs> TCS, this is enlightening. Also, he picked up Farpoint. Um, and he said, that game does not deserve to be the butt of the jokes of the 2017 Gotti show. So up yours to those of you who gave it a hard time. Thomas, you gave it a hard time as well. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, the, 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 I mean, <laughs> that was literally like saying, oh, bless him, he really gave it a go, but now it's okay because it's not shit anymore. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> um, yeah, no, seriously, I think that is an important um, point because I think on the whole, James aside, we do really give games like the benefit of the doubt, right? What? Well, come on. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, I, I, when we get passionate about games, and this is James included, that was a joke there. Um, we just really want to just... I, I, I still get insanely excited. Um, like, insanely insi- excited. When I fall in love with a game properly, like like Yaku's Island, like uh, On Rush and stuff uh, like that. Any indie title. It's not though, is it? Why? Why has that come about? Where's that come from? Because <laughs> I've liked a couple of because in- <laughs> I've liked that. Van, you're trying to jump on that, are you? I mean, no, yeah, I like in- I like indie games. Um, I just I, I don't know, man. It just every now and then a game will connect with you, and then that's it. I was thinking a lot about um, what remains of Edith Finch mm-hmm. um, uh, this week, and yeah, I didn't you know fall head over heels with that. But then there's still moments in that game that I just think about constantly. And it's, I find that so fucking exciting. Um, that's why I lose my mind when I fall in love with games like that. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Good, it's the good shit. I, from the looks of it, that, that Oberdin feels like very much like this, this year's yeah. version of that. I, 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 it's out on Steam, so I should just try and pick it up before the end of the year show. Have you played it, Sean? I haven't, no. I, I believe um... it's going to play it. Cause I, I want to play it, but also if I'm just one talking about on my own i think it needs yeah but you know what you're like you'll get pumped for it turn it on then turn it off again and play something else (laughs) that's that's not gonna happen i'm a changed man man. (laughs) okay well let's see when the red dead conversation comes up all right (laughs) that's the end of the feedback it's that computer game pod on twitter or the computer game show at gmail.com if you want to email any feedback in jesus good it's time for the news 
This is the news. Um, EA have enlisted former Westwood devs to work on Command well, & Conquer well, James, PC remasters. Whoa, whoa, well, well, James, you changed, I changed the order. This is not the biggest news story of the week. <laughs> well, <laughs> Top of the on, mill, let's mate. Let's you. Matt. You've suggested the news. It's Matt. Oh. James, how many times have we been through this? Look, James is doing the news. Interrupt me as well. I was in the flow Easy. then. James, you are absolutely right to get mad at that. That was crazy, Matt. What I are you got, doing? Just, we're starting with this news. This is listen, this listen, is a huge Matt, week we don't, of news. Listen, with the news, we don't go by the order that's in there we go by the order that i put it down not what you say Surely we should go by biggest news story of the week no because this is a pro- i mean for people that like pc games this is like pretty big <laughs> okay, I mean, anyway. james you could have said right you could have said no i'm building up to the biggest well, news story that and that well. would have made more sense see, than going well no actually in the pc gaming world this is the <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that son no, Come no, on. but there is there is like there is <laughs> okay, like an right. ebb and a flow to the news you know like i do i do sort of put it in there in a certain way on purpose james, there is a reason basically okay, theater james what, what what's, your, what's your last news story currently well, no, last, don't spoil no, no, it actually no look, I'm, i'll come to that later matt let's just yeah, work it up to, oh, okay fine James, Matt is trying to take over everything. I'm he knows that I'm not found the like, door. I know. This is what I'm worried about with David, with you going. Because it's I'm just like, this is going to get worse. The big news story of the week. In your time of like some read masters of Command and Conquer. Mate, no, James, just... when I'm gone, there's no, going to be no one to snap him down. <laughs> right? There's, there's going to be no one <laughs> to hold him back. That's you it. Ever imagine. I can't <laughs> Go on. So anyway, EA have enlisted some, uh, it's the people from Petroglyph uh, to work on a remaster for Command & Conquer, which I thought was pretty interesting because I was, I mean, I, I was a big fan of the original series. And uh, I mean, they apparently this was announced last October um, following, because you remember there was, they, they released <laughs> Command last October. October. So it's you not mean, even news. No, no, Matt, just wait. <laughs> just wait. Old, just, old, 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 Matt, can you just shut the f- up and listen to it, okay? <laughs> just stop, stop trying to have your little moment and trying to like, you know, like say, oh look, look, I've I've got one over on James and everything. Just wait and I'm just not listen. Thinking about you, I'm thinking about the listeners. No, you're Is not. You're thinking about October. yourself as you usually do. Right, you know? Okay, okay, stop go now. On. Stop now, James. Finish your story. Finish your little story. Let's go. So, it... <laughs> so anyway, boys, hold it together. Come on, James, go. Sorry, this this was kind of in response to the angry reaction that there was to Command and Conquer Rivals. You remember that, like oh, E3, yeah, yeah. where where they did the this is a mobile game and everyone was kind of not very happy about it. But what it is, what's different to what we knew in October is that now we know that it is Petroglyph that are working on it, and this is the team that was made up of people that were from Westwood originally. So this kind of bodes well, and they're putting in it's going to be Tiberian Dawn and Red Alert are going to be reworked first and it's going to include all the expansion packs and EA have been very clear about the fact that it's not going to involve microtransactions either that's a change for them good yeah and the best thing is that the um, it's Frank is it Frank Kapaki I think is going to be working on the music which is brilliant because the music in that game was um was was very good and it's going to be in 4k but the only thing that's a bit of a concern is they're talking about whether they're going to change like the balancing or not of like all the units and okay, okay. right you know people get upset about now that. you're do. starting to sound like a nintendo direct um, <laughs> so let's not get into the balancing of the command and conquer game that's coming out should we all right well Come either on. way it's i don't know i think it's pretty good i was i was a big fan when i was growing up and i preferred it to warcraft which i know people are getting annoyed about but i did no that's fair um, enough. James, I'll, uh, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Uh, Red Alert, I only got the pun about three years ago. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, there's a pun in there? <laughs> yeah, because it's about um, the Soviet Union rising up in Hitler's absence. Yeah. Right. And um, okay. yeah, about three years ago, I was like, oh yeah, Red Alert, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> B- 
been aware of I mean, it since I, I was 12. You know, it's just suddenly clicked. I mean, I do you know the the pun that I missed for ages? Which one? Like, the pun that hits you like like fucking way too late. South Park bigger, longer, uncut. Ah, okay, yeah, just got that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like at the time, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's they're just saying that you know it's longer than a normal. It's like a director's yeah. cut of the of the an episode or something. I don't know, and then I didn't realise, of course. It was referring to an uncircumcised penis. Yeah. <laughs> it just hit me out of nowhere. And, I was and it's like, great oh, when it's like proper Dave. toilet humour that somehow flew right over your head. <laughs> yeah, I know. Usually I'm good at those. Yeah. <laughs> this is my thing. <laughs> <is it? laughs> so, okay, so I'll take it none of you care about this, no? Uh, nope. No, no, I do. I, I actually love the first Come on, Conquer, and I also prefer it to Warcraft. Um, mm. So yeah, I'd be interested to see what it's like. I mean, I haven't played a real-time strategy game in forever. I was going to say, it's uh, interesting because like, I feel like real-time strategy games have like gone to a place that I can't follow them because it's like you have to be so insanely quick at doing everything to be any good at them now. But I don't know if yeah. that's... like if there, I assume there has been a competitive scene around the original Command & Conquer, and if so, is that what it's like? Know, or actually. is it like by design, is it a bit more sedate than that? I don't know. I don't know because I mean EA kind of like ran the series into the ground, didn't they? They did, like really, and it's it's kind of a shame because mm. there was a lot in the originals. I mean, they were very unbalanced, like as as strategy games go, but they were still really good. Yeah. Did you never play this, David? I thought you uh, did play I, some I, PC I'm games. Pr- I'm pretty sure I played Command and Conquer, but um, don't care about it in 2018. I'd say that much. So, James, did you also story, play Total Annihilation? I did. No, that no, was no, a good I, game. I talking about that. Yeah, I, really. You were one of those. Okay. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> but yeah, I had, I had CNC in my sat, and it was, it was big playing real time strategy on that little pad. Oh yeah. Jesus! I mean, I used to play. I did. I, only played, it, I only played it on PC. It's um. But we. Used to, I mean, I used to play it over like modem games with like people Whoa. from school and stuff. It was you know, it was great. Oh, this is a wonderful trip down memory lane. Right, Can we get right, to the okay, next okay, anyway, story? So anyway, <laughs> Sony, Sony are not going to be attending E3 next Here year. Here we go. Oh, this is a big one. This is a good huge. one. Okay. What a shame! So, I'm not going to. I'm going to be missing this year. What a. What a tragedy. <laughs> what a shame. Matt had to miss the last proper E3. <laughs> <laughs> the end of E3 is Where were you on that last proper E3? Do you remember how wacky it was? Nope. I was off the internet because of a podcast. <laughs> How's that podcast doing? Well, we the post had to leave and it just fell to pieces <laughs> after that. <laughs> we didn't even make the next E3. <laughs> so, I mean, the yeah, two, two main things for me from this. A... Does this mean we're getting PlayStation 5 in 2020? Yes, it does. Yep. <laughs> um, and B, is this more embarrassing for Sony or for E3? Well, I think, sure, I think it's more embarrassing for E3. We haven't actually probably gone for the news story yet, have we? I mean, yeah, well, Sorry, okay, yeah, this, yeah, this, do you want some details? Yes, so please. Yeah, go on. It's, it's the first time that they haven't attended like since PlayStation, basically. They've been here every year. But it's not just they're not going to have a press conference. They're also not even going to be on the show floor either. Like they, oh, They're shit. booking no, yeah, no space, nothing at all. Wow. And do you, do you want to hear the quote about yeah, what they on. said? They said, as the industry... <laughs> fuck you guys. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't We're like our tent last year. Fuck Go you. fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they said, as the industry evolves, Sony, Entertainment, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. Oh, right. God, I hate every press quote they come out with. <laughs> it's always such horseshit. Go See, on. and also, this comes after the PlayStation experience getting cancelled this year well, as well. Well, yeah. Like, they didn't bother with that either. 
And I mean, then you've got Phil Spencer at Xbox then was obviously pretty keen to get in there and just say, yeah, we're going to be there. And he (laughs) said, um, a lot to share with fans at E3 2019, always a high point of the year to witness the industry's creativity and energy of the community. And then Reggie piled in and said, E3 (laughs) is an outstanding opportunity for us to share new games and experiences with fans and business partners from across the globe. So, That's two uh, yeah. companies that are worried about looking like it, like it being embarrassing that they're there. That's yeah. what it is. They're just thinking, oh, we have to keep I mean, like, the, it. Oh, it's totally that. Why, why would they be embarrassed about being at the biggest gaming expo just because someone's pulled out? Yeah, well, it's because not, a major- Matt, Matt, this is not just someone. This is like they own like majority the of... leaders. Yeah, like I, by I, a I huge that, percentage. But surely now it's like it's, a, it's up for Nintendo, what, Microsoft mostly to like absolutely do whatever they can to bring the big guns. I mean, yeah, obviously they can, Nintendo but, are there but, in a separate fashion anyway because they just do a direct, they don't have a stage presence. They obviously do have a, you know, a, a show floor presence. But yeah, this is Nintendo, this is Microsoft's for the taking. But they need to do everything they can now to make it the biggest. Yeah, yeah, isn't it Microsoft's just taking because they're the how... only ones doing a live fucking conference. Like, yeah. it's, but like Nintendo, they they haven't been going for years properly. You know what I mean? It kind of um, shows like how irrelevant they seem to think like E3 is now. Like it's not something which is. It seems. I mean, we love it because it's great and you get like a week of just like Christmas presents like every day kind of thing but for the companies they don't seem to care that much anymore I mean like David said you've got Nintendo they you know they don't really engage with it in the same way that they used to a long time ago and it is just a bit embarrassing it's like an, like Microsoft turn up and it's like an old rock band or whatever that are like oh we're still relevant you know it's still going <laughs> it's still going <laughs> I mean um yeah, I, I, we said at the if you remember you listened back to our E3 show last year we said Although it wasn't the best E3, it feels like a really significant one because things are going to change heavily in the future. Um, and I think this is another big step towards that, um, towards uh, not doing E3 and doing their own thing as and when they want to do it. Mm. That way there'll be less snark, I think, mm. um, less negative uh, reactions <laughs> from it. <laughs> sorry, I just remembered. <laughs> so I just, sorry, I just remembered it. Sony's E3 conference this year. Like it was, there yeah. was a lot of snark after that because it was pretty funny. Gotcha, because yeah, it was a yeah. fucking mess. And yeah. um, I mean, Matt won't remember; he wasn't about. But uh, yeah, it was. It's it. It does feel like things are changing. Um, no, in in all seriousness, I no, I don't think um, Microsoft are going to make a, a. It's not going to be embarrassing for Microsoft. Um, I just think that. Uh, I mean, are they better if they want it to be a success success next year when they're the only major platform holder doing a proper stage conference? Um, then they're going to have to do something extremely special to keep E3 alive. Because if they just come out and go, "There's new Halo," "There's new Gears," like uh, people are just going to lose interest because there's nothing else to compare it to. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. It's it's going to really stick out like a sore thumb and then it'll get to the point where it's like well we're we're building up our x018 or whatever they fucking called it this year yeah. um and maybe that's the way people do it i mean if you remember correctly the ps4 pro or although it was mentioned uh at e3 for from sony it wasn't revealed at e3 they, they did their own thing didn't they with yeah. Mark and, and we've said for years i mean like e3 is super expensive they could just do what nintendo well, what nintendo have done they could have you know, directs or whatever you want to call them, conferences on their own, on their own terms, without them having to, you know, without all the developers having to create special E3 builds, which takes like months anyway, out, out of like their game development cycles. It, it, it hasn't actually always made sense to do an E3 conference, but so I can see why Sony would want to do their own 
PlayStation Direct or see, whatever we're calling it. Obviously, they said nothing the, along the those ones, lines, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them announce a PS5 on their own terms, which makes total sense. It yeah, just but feels the, like... the thing that worries me is that do you think this has like a, a direct impact on smaller developers? Because obviously they they also attend. That yeah, event. it's mm. got a major impact on Sony's third party developers. They're like, "How?" But mm. I, I thought we we're going to show our game on your stage or your show. Now they're like, mm. "Well, now where are we going to go?" Well, maybe maybe and we'll they, show our they, game they may still do that. They may still do that on their own um, platform, you know, on Sony's own platform. But the problem is, is the point of E three is that so many people gather in one place because everyone's there. When people start dropping out, and obviously there's some. There's some fallout from that. There's there's um, uh, press that fill their schedules, and sometimes they pick smaller games to go and look at. And without everyone being in that one place, like, is there going to be a lot less um, spotlight on some of the smaller developers? But, I mean, but, but if, sure if you if you are a smaller developer, instead, surely. Yeah, but yeah, but how long is that going to last, though? Do you yeah. think? Do you honestly think next year Microsoft are going to put like? Uh, do you think there's going to be a part of Microsoft after this going? Well, why are we doing this? Mm. Nintendo I, don't do a live show. Sony don't do a live show here. Why are we doing this? I'm, 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 I'm sort of thinking about it, but this doesn't mean Sony never doing it. They're just taking time out to reassess. And obviously, I'm sure Microsoft have always thought, what I have also thought internally, do we bother doing E3? But now this presents a huge opportunity for them to go out all guns blazing and, and totally crush it, I, I would imagine. The th- but the they can is, do though, that on their I, own I stage, really feel... though, Matt. That's what I'm saying. You see, I also really feel that we've got we're at a stage now where there is there is so much like video game coverage now, like the year round. It's not like I don't think you really need like one big show like this, seeing as you've got like you know like Nintendo putting out directs like yeah, every couple yeah, of but, months but, and but, stuff but like this that. When the mainstream hear that stuff, like mainstream aren't mm. like, yeah, but do they on really? every direct it's time. Like, the E3 stuff gets reported all over the shop. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. much more different proposition than just like another direct which the mainstream press aren't going to pick up on. Whereas this is the big show. This is the big thing that people like, I guess. Yeah, but it's all just the Ellen same news stories. Yeah, but it's the same news stories, isn't it? But like, did you know that video games make more than movies these days? And then it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, there is look, a lot we've got this big show is going on. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, what but you mean. That's, the, that's still stuff where the mainstream will hear about Microsoft, this or Xbox, that, and then Sony won't be part of that conversation this year. But anyway, I'm it, not sure it, they really I suppose the, like the others are going to be well. A, they're going to be like you know seeing how big an opportunity this is for them, but they're also going to be seeing if it particularly hurts Sony in any way. Because if it doesn't, maybe they'll consider dropping out in future. I don't know. It's just like it's a talking point because it hasn't happened before, isn't it? That's the that's the main thing. No, like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, like we were totally. talking about the uh, BlizzCon stuff last week. It was like, well, that was weird because there was a precedent for them not doing it some years if they had nothing on. And that's fine because that's an established thing. It's just that with E3, like the big three have been there every year since whenever. Matt, I think you're thinking of it as it, it not well as it is, I guess. You're 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 seeing E three as it was last year and as it has been over the years. Well, I've only got history and, to look back on, of course, yeah. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you're not considering what it might become and it, it, it there's every chance they could just fall to pieces i mean we've been saying it for years it seems to be getting less and less exciting less and less going on they they've tried the consumer stuff they tried downscaling they've they've tried different things over the years to to 
stop the rot. But there's also it, just too really many. S- there's a lot of risks as well, isn't there? Like in doing this for like big companies, because more often than not, things do go wrong or things happen, and mm. then everyone just rips the piss, don't they? For like <laughs> yeah, ages. but does that necessarily hurt them in the long run? I don't know. Probably it, not. It hurt. Konami, I think the I gains think. are higher. <laughs> you know when it was. <laughs> Because, I mean, after that press conference... I mean, Konami have been hurting is, themselves yeah. for some time, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah. But in, um, in terms of looking to the future, I mean, like, obviously they've, like, last year, uh, and maybe even before, but obviously definitely last year it's open to the public, and they said they've had, like, obviously like, great success for that, and loads of people were excited to attend. Mm. More people signed up for re- pre-registration stuff this year because they, they're excited, I guess. They've had more developers, I guess, I think they said sign up this year, so I don't think E3 is on the way, and obviously every year we're like mm, is this the end, is this the end for these sorts of shows but, yeah the, 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 this so do, is you th- do you think and, uh, do you think that Sony will be at E3 in 2020? Uh, I, I, I I think it entirely depends on what they do this year, but I think, there's, I think, I think they will come back, but also probably do their own shows I don't think this is Sony never coming back ever again, they're just taking an on, on off year which I think is strange, but well, I, I guess because they don't want to potentially have to... I don't think they want the June time frame to like mess up any plans, whether they have announced before or after. They want to work. They want to have their own year planned out rather than, well, we've got a bit of E3, but we can't really say anything because we're going to announce something in September at PSX, so on and so forth. So Exactly. So knows. why is that going to change next year? I don't think it is. Well, what, well, no, cause, because I imagine this year that they want the whole the whole year available so they can plan when, if they go announce PS5, and then after that will be in like a, a more standard sort of schedule. I, I, I think they'll come back for sure, but yeah, I can't okay. wait to see what happens this year. I, I mean, I, I guess the thoughts are okay. They'll do a big announcement at PSX. They'll bring that back this year, and they'll do and they'll announce potentially PS5. Then um, who knows? Hmm. It's gonna be exciting. I'm not entirely convinced. No, well, so, what has it, do you think they're going to announce PS5 this year? And do you think that's no, what they're taking the year? No, I think they'll do it next year. Yeah. Okay, so you think they're, but, they're but, taking But they ain't going to do it E3 either. Oh, so what's that say? They ain't going to announce it E3 either. No, no, no. I mean, obviously not this year. Well, see, you think they're not going to... No, no, I mean, I'm saying that not they won't announce it at E3 full stop no, 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 next of year, no, no, the but, year after. No, no, but, but then like they didn't announce PS4 there, Xbox One wasn't announced at E3... It's not a mm. yeah, but then why they why would they go back to E three then? Well, I, I because 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 that's where the eyes of the world are on. So I see, I, 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 can, I think I, I think there's them, a place for them. I can see them going back to having like you know like exhibiting on the show floor and all that kind of stuff again. But I maybe they're not going to bother with those conferences anymore because nobody seems to think they're a good idea apart from Microsoft. I mean, you know, Nintendo got rid of them, and you know, it's I don't know. It's, oh, it's you, one it, to watch. I don't, you're I don't think we... the live stage shows are, are a good idea. James, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I think they probably figure that these are very, very expensive and they're also oh, definitely, potentially yeah. can go badly wrong as well. And it's, you know, we just get mocked for it. So why not just put out a like, you know, like a reveal show or something like that where you've got like 100% control over everything. Mind you, that doesn't even work because, look, I mean, Nintendo thought it was okay to do that, <laughs> you know, to do their last E3 with like, you know, the whole thing of being Smash Brothers. Well, that's, yeah, like, because because control, yeah. it's interesting, like, the you know, Nintendo are an interesting case because, yeah, like this year's E3, did they know that, that wasn't a particularly strong <laughs> presentation? <laughs> and like, was that sort of, you know, not intentional, but were they like, 
does that was that them being less fussed about E3 than they have been in the past? I, th- I think it was because then later on we had that one that was really good. Yeah, where they just yeah. did like yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. just thinking, why didn't you do that at E3? E3 it's yeah, pretty yeah. clear that it's because <laughs> well, E3 yeah. just isn't that important. Yeah, you know, or is that so. just Nintendo thinking, no, 40 minutes of Smash Brothers is wicked. Let's say, do that. Like, <laughs> no one puts that stuff they think is going to be less good because oh, it's only E3. Yeah. I'm sure they probably thought that was the biggest showing, and you know and. And, and so, no, well, so we'll put, come put on. stuff out there. Compared to the, as, as James said, the stuff that they did, they they put Labo out there like moments <laughs> after E3, and that was like weeks, yeah. and people were like, "Why weren't? Why wasn't this at E3?" Hmm. Well, maybe E3 is not as important as you think, Matt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But anyway, this is going to be incredibly exciting. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to see what happens. Um, it just kind of fucks up one of my favorite shows that we do <laughs> not quite as good when it's just one conference on on a random uh, week when well, you yeah, go for all three of them it's still gonna be nintendo and microsoft plus the third parties it's just no sony plus to be fair if it's my year off i'm the only one who cares about the pc game show as well so <laughs> so that's a bonus that means you're gonna have to cover it boys oh yeah you're gonna have to sit and watch it or maybe yeah. not maybe just maybe just make the whole thing up i wouldn't yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Half-Life 3! Half-Life 3! Go on. Next news story is Microsoft is reportedly launching a diskless Xbox next year. So this is not connected. This is apparently coming early next year, and it's nothing to do with the next generation at all. This is basically just an Ah, Xbox One S. testing the waters, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an Xbox One S without a disk drive. And according to Paul Thoreau, which is where the source comes from, and he's been very good because obviously he's like, you know, big Microsoft, um, you know, like Watcher and everything. He he reckons it's going to be as low as like a hundred dollars as well, like, and that's the that'll be like well, the. Uh, I was I I was literally just about to say, what is the fucking point in this? Like, what what is the actual point? But yeah, but a hundred dollars. I mean, that's pretty good. No, I mean, it's a hundred dollars yeah, I mean, less. So, yeah, yeah. So it'd be two hundred dollars, or yeah. pushing it sub two hundred dollars on one hundred fifty six pounds. What? No, so, it says on the thing. I've pro- I thought it said no, it's no, 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 so going to be hundred dollars. That it'd be hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. No, I don't think it said that. It's, it's got so, so not two hundred dollars. No, it says according to Thor, sources claim that the discless, discless Xbox One could be as much as one hundred oh, US dollars, yeah, approximately yeah, right. seventy-seven pounds. Yeah. Okay, now cheap, you can have a pop cheaper in than the current yeah. model. It is awkwardly yeah. phrased, to be fair. Yeah. So, what is the current retail price of um, uh, the S in the US? It's not two hundred dollars, is it? Is it? Oh, it might be. No, I mean, it must be three hundred because he sure. says it'd be three hundred dollars because it says a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. mathematics. Okay, boys. so <laughs> that takes it to like about one hundred and fifty fifty-six quid or so, like it would be in the UK, which is still. I mean, there was that bundle, wasn't there today? Which there was was about that. It was one hundred and fifty. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I don't. I mean, I don't see any advantage in buying that over a normal S. I mean, how much is that disk drive costing them to put into that console? I can't imagine it's that well, much, is it? They're also going to do a disk to digital like program where you can like trade in your physical games for like digital <laughs> they do downloads that with instead. Promo copies. I know that's yeah. a shitty thing to say, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I. Th- 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 fine. Okay. I, it's a w- it's a weird thing to do at this stage in that console's life. Mm. I think. But but, um, but I, I mean, especially with things like Game Pass, it's um. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting proposition. Yeah, it's fine, the... but why? what's the advantage of getting it over a disk drive? Well, it's cheaper. That's it. Yeah, but how much cheaper? It's not going to be $100, $100 cheaper by the time cheaper. it comes out. Yeah, okay, you know, that's No fair. way. Yeah. No way. Yeah, there's, because there's that, no way the, as you the, say, you... the drive costs that much. Like it... <laughs> 
But it exactly. doesn't matter how much the drive costs. If, like, it says 156, say, like, you know, it's like 125 quid, like, yeah, that, that, that's brilliant. If you just want, okay, I'll just have an Xbox One, whatever this is called. Is, there's uh, no way it's going to be 125 quid, and today you can buy a console, an S, Xbox One S, with games, and I know it's on a sale, so it doesn't really count, but, you know, it is sub 200 for one of those things. Yeah. And it, it, if you're saying for an extra 20 quid, you can use it as a DVD player. Yeah, and, isn't, isn't you know, one of the advantages with the S that it's got like a good, like, um, Blu ray player? Yeah, it's well. yeah, it's the only one that does 4K because the, the PS4 yeah. Pro doesn't, does it? So yeah. it's like, well, I mean, it's, it's a, I find this very strange. I mean, obviously, it's the way things are going. Um, things have been going that way for a long time and it's taken a lot longer to get there than than I thought it would. Um, so it makes sense in terms of progression, but at this stage in the Xbox One S's life, I, I do find it like a weird move, but whatever, they can do what they want. It's like Sean said, it's it's testing the water, isn't it? Mm. You know, to see probably. what kind of uptake they yeah, get. Or see, maybe they'll start many... bundling it with stuff or something, I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, with yeah, like, to, as to a see, see how many people buy this and then, and then you know, this and Game Pass, that's it, that people might be setting in, just they'll buy the, this version of the Xbox One, get Game Pass, they don't have to buy any other physical games anymore. And then they're ready to be sold, deal, deal, digital DLC, I guess. Because what was I the? Mean, why um, don't they do that with the X as well? Then? I was going to say, what was the thing they were offering? I've forgotten already. Where basically you were like renting, well, not renting the console, yeah, but you, you pay like a monthly States, fee. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, like, this would be a better candidate for that, surely. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, obviously they also said this. This won't be part of like the Scarlet like uh, set of systems like that that with Scarlet being the next gen Xbox, right? So. Obviously, there's like a messaging issue there. Mm. Uh, if they say new Xbox, or this Xbox, and then there'll be potentially a new Xbox announced next year as well. So mm. who knows? But once again, it feels like next gen starting already. The excitement's already here. Next gen. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> it seems so early for me. I don't mm. know why. I know it hasn't been, but yeah, I mean, like it's the generation because the X and the PS4 Pro, isn't it? It's because it, it's I mean, flown mm. by, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, five years think... since PS4 came out, and it's only been yeah, five years. I mean, so... console generations used to be like what eight to ten years. No, well, seven, around seven was yeah, the magic number yeah. before you start okay. thinking of the next one. Because it was, you know, Xbox 360 stayed forever. Just, yeah. I the, but that's what I'm saying. The PS2 was around for ages as well. Yeah. Like before, yeah. before that came yeah, out. Yeah, PS2 was, was like a proper 10-year one, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. yeah. Like so the 360 was the well. properly yeah. felt, felt like a long, long-ass time before mm. the Xbox One come out. Yeah. And now it's like, now PS5. It's, it seems really early. Mm. It's and because I of can't... those stock at consoles, that's why. Because yeah. it's mm. just, it, that's what makes it feel weird. Because it's like, you know, you just buy like a PS4 Pro or whatever or an Xbox One X, and then next year they're like saying, oh, there's going to be something much better than this. It does feel I a bit, still can't wait to see if the Xbox One X will play the next Xbox games. It will. That'd I'm, be I'm sure really it's gonna... interesting. I I'm... think it will as well. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, Things are ch- times are changing. I, have, I, I know we covered it earlier, but Hans, so do none of you think Sony are going to announce PS5 this year? No, this year. Not. You mean, this you year? Mean, you mean 2019? Oh, sorry, I mean 2019. I meant 2019. Yeah, maybe, no, I think maybe I think the they might the do 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, if they cool. do, maybe if they like do a PlayStation a, experience. Or something. Yeah, if they do that yeah. sort of because that's typically like November, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's September, yeah. But, okay, yeah, so earlier when I said this year, I actually meant next year. Okay, yeah, so you're all this think coming year. 2019, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> He was about to go for us then. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, just thought it's nailed on, surely. And I know I realised what I was saying. And we were all like, yeah, it's nailed on, but... <laughs> yeah, okay, go on. Okay, I've got a couple of like quick ones now. We've got So the PUBG core have declared that fixed PUBG campaign is now over. 
And so, what does that mean? Well, do you know they had that they had that campaign that was called like Fix PUBG, where like people were supposed to oh, be, you know, yeah. you know, reporting all the bugs and stuff. So they've now said that they they've admitted that they overlooked issues that matter to you, which is one of the things, and they're going to be looking now at not adding features to it at all and just trying to improve improve it so that it becomes more stable and the quality is better. And it's weird because the I mean I was looking the, the popularity has gone down because of like Fortnite probably or whatever, mm. but it's still massive, particularly on Steam. And it's coming out on PS4, I think, in December, like yeah, early December. December. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I mean obviously it still really needs work. I mean I spent I spent Friday evening trying to get into a game of that and gave up in the end because it just didn't work. It really? Was just, really? Yeah, utterly broken. Yeah, it was completely broken. Like all the menu screens are like messed up at the moment on Xbox as well. That's it's so like, weird because around one point oh, it felt it felt better than ever, didn't it, Dave? Yeah, they made yeah, it worse. Yeah, it did, yeah. It's it's got worse again, and uh, yeah, it was terrible. In the end, this we gave is up. coming out on PS4 next month. Yeah. Um, I, what a strange, bizarre story. Um, and roller coaster ride this game has been on. As you say, I mean, you know, it's still doing relatively well. well no, no, but... it's still the most popular game on Steam, so it's still doing amazingly well. It's just. Is it really? Is yeah. it really that high? That's mad. Can you get COD on PC yet? I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, when you play um, Call of Duty, it, I, I mean, it feels significant enough that, like, it, it feels so console based that I can't see the hardcore PC gamers. Um, falling for it over PUBG, but uh it is just bizarre. Like even maybe not so much the numbers, but the the perception in the world that we live in, you know what I mean, in terms of uh gamers and our friends and stuff. We were all PUBG, like and we were all backing it. And then Fortnite come out and it kind of split it a little bit. And then Call of Duty Blackout came out and then it was like, okay, well we'd know just don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah, play you PUBG can, anymore. You can get Black Ops 4 on PC. And I will say loads of the big like streamers I saw who went from PUBG to Fortnite, loads of them are now playing Blackout. Loads of them are. But it is also cost in it still, because like PUBG is is it it's not free, is it? But it's still no, it's, very, it's very half cheap. The price, isn't it's free it? on Game like, Pass. Uh, that's 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 gotta hurt Sony as well, because it came to Game Pass and it's coming out on um, PS4. I yeah. suppose it don't hurt Sony that much, but no, not if it's like a tenner or whatever. I don't think they're going to care. Are they? No, it's, like, <laughs> it's going to be like twenty quid. I think. Really? Oh, okay, I would well, not pay twenty quid. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, much yeah, it was. It's, it's Xbox, like twenty twenty five quid on Xbox. Really? I never paid that yeah. much. Yeah, but then sure. that was that was on yeah. Game Preview, wasn't it? So maybe it was cheaper mm. then. But yeah. weird. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cliff Blazinski has said he's never going to make another game. Um, was the was another one which I is mean, can odd. you blame him? He, uh, like after Lawbreakers, that was that has got to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah. well, have I you seen the, the exchange that prompted this? Shall, shall I read no, the exchange? On. Yeah, go for it's it. Quite, yeah. So it all happened because someone tweeted him with the following. He said, "You all won't refund payers who stuck with you all and spent money for you all to keep up the content." Cliff, I looked up to you during the Gears of War days, and sad to see where you are at. Wish you'd come back. Now all that money is wasted. And is then, he is he asking for a refund for Lord? Sounds like is it. That what he's doing? Yeah, I think so. And then okay. So then, Pazinski responded with, "I paid my employees. They are four hundred one ks. What's that? That's your redundancy, that I think, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, but yeah. And their and their healthcare, even months after the studio folded, so they could care for their families. I didn't take a salary of myself for two years. I get you're sad, but God, this kind of shit is another reason I'm never making another game." And uh, but then it's weird because then the former like lead animator at Bosky, Zach Lowry, then chimed in saying that the severance was three weeks, not months. And then like Cliff like 
replied to that and said actually yeah it was hyperbole he didn't mean three months and but then they oh. then they just said oh it's all just banter you know that's not a good look is it you're forgetting the other thing where he said um he says basically he said do you not remember the time i'm paraphrasing but he said the time blazinski took larry and the fam on a private jet on bosky's own dime to nola come on man like basically saying do you not remember that time it's like, well, that stuff doesn't pay the bills. Going on private Yeah, jet, it's not a... Yeah, like, that is a perk, it's not a good but look. it's not a... Yeah. Although I did enjoy the bit, apparently someone saved the exchange as a Twitter moment, and Blinsky replied calling him a knob. Which is <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear that enough, no. do you? <laughs> um... I don't know. I mean, it is sad because he has created. I mean, what forgetting what Gears of War become, but it, it was such a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, in console games, he was, he was that generation's kind of like John Romero, isn't he? Really, you know, it's yeah. the same sort of thing where it's like, yeah, sort of keep trying to like hit the highs again, but mm. never quite reaching it, and it all going badly. Yeah. Well, you I mean you say that by all accounts, Lawbreakers was fucking ace. It's just that no fucker bought it. Well, that's that's what the critics yeah, were yeah, saying, so. um, and it just never it never took hold. It was just misjudged. Yeah, um, yeah the games I played, I, I really massively enjoyed, but didn't have the audience. Yeah, but Radical Heights, you know, I don't think uh, that was um, yeah, good yeah, but by it? the sounds of it, that was something they were dicking about with in the office, and then they just said, well, "We've got to put something out to try and make money, otherwise the company's folding." Yeah. Uh, and it did not take off. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it is sad when someone like that leaves the industry. Um, I don't yeah, be think back. it betters. We'll see. Uh, it might. It might be. It might be. I thought he was gone before. Yeah, exactly. Come it, out, he'll, he'll, be he'll be back. back. It's you know, all stuff. He'll be back with the mobile game. Uh, a bit later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Spyro. This is the last one. So Spyro has sold more physical copies at launch than Fallout seventy six. Thought you'd like. Uh, okay, that that, that didn't. Spyro thing is interesting to me because it's another. It's like Crash Bandicoot. Like I've got no nostalgia for it. This completely passed me by. Yeah, I'm exactly um, the same. Yeah, but people go nuts for it, and apparently it's a really good remake. So. Uh, I've not heard oh, that. Not? Okay. It was a, did you not see it? Did you not see it on the front page? Of, well, I, I don't know what the remake is like at all. But did you not see it on the front page of the BBC website no. today? No. A big controversy. It's got no subtitles. Oh shit! Oh no! no and, yeah, yeah no, I did catch this. Sorry. Yeah, and didn't they? They argue. Oh well, there's no industry standard for subtitles in games. Well, which is a terrible. Everyone thing to else say, manages. It's yeah. kind of like, exactly. I mean, I I can't. There was someone in the article as well. That was talking about. So obviously, the you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's no subtitles in the game, and obviously that has an impact on um, deaf players mm. and uh, you know all sorts of people with. Um, is it is a nice way of saying it, accessibility yeah, issues? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So you know, there's there's people that that will struggle to play this game because of this decision that they mm. made, um, and someone from a charity that was quoted on on that article said. I can't remember the last game I've played that didn't have subtitles. <laughs> and I was going, yeah, nor can I. Yeah. Like, it, I usually turn weird, them on. Yeah, because usually the first thing I ever do in games is switch on <laughs> subtitles. Because it's have like, you know, it's really you helpful. That, yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. they are often implemented quite badly. Um, if, you ever, if you're interested, Mark Brown has done a really interesting video on, I think he's done a whole series uh, of videos on sort of accessibility things in games. And yeah, um, he sort of analyzes the way different games do subtitles and stuff. And But again, he's like, you know, th there are clear, very clear guidelines that exist on how to do this stuff well. Um, so there's not really any excuse and certainly not for not putting them in at all. 
So yeah, um, uh, do you, have you worked out why you do that, James? Why you always turn them on? Because uh, I you, think I've got theory. Well, usually it's because of all the distractions and stuff that are going around in the house, mm. and so it's like you get you know so I can see what's going on, and also see for I, me, it's the fact that because you can't also lip read while mm. you're because we all you know subconsciously lip read while we're listening to someone talk. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, not in all cases. I mean, you're listening to a medium where that's not the case. But what I'm saying is that making the connection between a pe- like someone talking, nine times out of ten, you're looking at their mouth while they're talking. Mm. But obviously, because this isn't photorealistic and a lot of it is animated, like the mouth movement isn't quite mm. right. I it's sort of a disconnect there for me and it scrambles my brain a no, bit that's so fair, I have to turn you can, subtitles on and pretty much everything like you can massively like you can hear things differently depending on what like mouth movements you're seeing with it yeah exactly like, so weird. I always I always turn them on because my brain struggles to connect yeah, I, was, I, um, I always turn them see, on too but, but the, the, that's mostly because I, I, yeah, I, I may have I misheard something or it's not clear mm-hmm. so I always turn them on just because I can just read it and I'm yeah. definitely not going to miss anything see, I also got used to it because when I lived away, like all the TV programs that were like in China always have subtitles by default, like on everything. Right, yeah. And you kind of just get used to reading while you're watching. Mm. You know, it's, you just get used to it and it's, I don't know, I just prefer but it. But yeah, so anyway, as so successful as it's been, there has been like uh, some weird press about it, but they have said that they're going to look into it and uh, yeah. no doubt that'll be patched in uh, in no time. That's really. the thing, I mean, it's they're, like, they're don't make excuses, there. just fucking do it. Like, it's. <laughs> I think that might have been one of those situations where they weren't really thinking. Oh, yeah. That might have even been that you know they might not necessarily been um, uh, asked about that point in that way, yeah. and it might have been in response to a forum post or whatever. Yeah, you true, know, the yeah. source of where that came from wasn't exactly explained in the article. Yeah. And as you say, um, it is more than likely just like a genuine, I nearly said blind spot for the development team. Um, in that it's just not an issue they've they've considered, and which is often the way when you know games contain things that are like you know like insensitive in one way or another. It's just like the experiences of of the team are just such that they they didn't consider it. But you know, increasingly that is not an excuse these days. Like, yeah, and of course, there's the. I mean, in my line of work, there's stuff that you'd forget all the time. Yeah when you're designing stuff, but luckily there's the building regulations that yeah. the, the point out everything that you legally have to yeah. do. And I'm assuming that there's not a version of the building regulations for yeah, but, designing but plenty a video of advice game. is available if you want to do it and do it well. Like, yeah, like it's yeah, not a legal yeah, requirement, no, 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 no. but those, yeah, there are standards yeah. that people exist. On, people on opinion on Twitter have got a lot of opinions. Never go down that route. Um, the, but what, what I will say is that, uh, yeah, I was also surprised that this game did so well, but I've also heard some very, very positive things about yeah. it and that actually it's a really fun game to play and kids are loving it and, you know, everyone's got a PS4 in their house. Mm. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, people I wasn't are looking surprised for how, how well it did just because of uh, how well Crash did. And I, I, the, I, neither really did anything for me, but they both seem like they're, they're both quite intrinsically linked as big playstation uh, yeah, mascots so i i, I knew this would do well um, in terms of fallout i mean i've heard nothing but bad things about it. i was gonna and, say uh, that's the other bit of this so story isn't it, it? Is. i'm not surprised <laughs> that it hasn't done so well frankly yeah. uh, that's done crazy, i have not, not seen one person be po- well tell a lie cj from player one podcast <laughs> seems to be quite positive about it yeah, um, but he, he was positive about sea of thieves so <laughs> <laughs> not to be trusted um, <laughs> Sorry, CJ, he listens. But, you know, he's all right, yeah. um, but like uh, I, you know, it, that's the only positive um, stuff I've seen about that game. Um, and 
I can't judge it. I've not played it. So, um, yeah, no, but what I will say is that I've played every Fallout since Fallout 3 and I had no interest in this for, for whatever reason. Um, it just it didn't excite me, so I haven't even thought about picking it up. I mean, the um, the real tragedy here is the stuff about Hitman. Hitman 2 has done fuck all. Yeah, that um, just scraped into the top ten. Yeah, which um, is a real so, shame yeah. because it's not like, you know, with the last one, it was, it was episodic, so it, it had that time to build up and it was like... People were talking a lot about, you know, the first episode. So then when number two hit and it was like, the you know, ended up being like the best episode of the series. Uh, it was like there was loads of buzz and it just sort of grew from there. And even that didn't do... Obviously, I mean, it's not, not for lack of marketing either. It's been everywhere, oh, yeah. that game. Uh, and like, and yeah, and because this is just, here you go, it's one fifty quid game and, and you're done. And it's I've somehow just missed the mark. Like, it's not going to have that ongoing churn of like people talking about it, I don't think. So that's kind of Where, just it. And it's already getting like massively discounted. I've seen it for like 25 quid already. Everyone was um, saying to Square, like, you know, how could you get rid of Hitman? Yeah. <laughs> and I think now we know. Yeah, because like, unfortunately it, it doesn't it, make a huge amount of money, which is a shame because, I mean, I've not played the new one. I gather it is just more of the same, but I'm absolutely fine with that because the last one was wicked. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, gutting. Weird. Hmm. All right. It's Pokemon did very well, by the way. It's um, I mean that that I mean actually, if you combine like Pikachu edition and Eevee, it's it outsold Spyro. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's still like that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it was number yeah, one, but sense. for some reason they divided them up. But yeah, it did very well. And that's it. Cool. That's all the news. All right then. Okay, should we get to what we've been playing? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to start this week. Ooh. I haven't started for a long time, so I've got a, qu- a few quick ones to rattle through. And um, firstly, I've got to say this. Um, I, I haven't been playing a lot of FIFA 18. I've been watching my son play a lot of FIFA 18, right? Because for my birthday, my dad baked me a Rocket League cake. And (laughs) on that Rocket League cake was a goal that he'd taken out of a Sabutio set. It was not like a proper full Sabutio set. It was just like a penalty shootout Sabutio thing that you could buy, um, which he gave to Harry after my birthday. And uh, he was sitting on the floor playing with this Sabutio thing and I could see that he was just because he's getting obsessed with football now you know he's at that age and I just thought oh yeah FIFA do that two button thing and I could probably knock the difficulty down and maybe he could just like play a game one of the funniest weekends I've ever had (laughs) I mean I've sent you a few videos of it just watching him argue with the ref shout at the players shouting the score out across the flat while i've been in the other room putting a wardrobe together like um arguing with the commentators watching a four-year-old argue with a commentator is (laughs) um is one of the funniest things so he played Millwall versus west ham and it's on the lowest setting and it's on two button control and it so he was like eight nil up and i heard him from the other room argue with a commentator go well no, it's not. It's not an unexpected scoreline. No, and I'm going, Harry. No, you've got to understand that West Ham are in the Premier League and Millwall in the Championship. For us to beat them eight 0 was quite unexpected. <laughs> one. Don't worry about that. What they've got to say. Um, and he's also entered the world of me and my friends. I haven't told them this yet, but he played Millwall Man City the other day and then just shouted Kevin De Bruyne over and over again for about an hour. It was it was a thing of beauty. So if you've got a four year old, whack it down to beginner level, put it on two button two button mode, and just watch watch them go crazy. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been this, some this- Two button mode. Is that available on the journey? 
idea. It's available cool. on That's good. Yeah. Right? You're not you're not you're not doing that, Sean. Because <laughs> oh, you can do what he wants. When are you starting that, Sean? Well, I don't know, isn't it when you finish MU two? Is that not the? Uh... Nah, man. Just see, we don't need to. I play it once or twice a week, yeah. and we've been streaming throughout the uh, week, so uh... you're good to go whenever okay, you want. Cool. It's just about picking the right yeah, time, yeah. isn't it, really? Um, speaking of Shenmue 2, yeah, I've played a little bit more of that. Well, I've probably another two or three hours. I think I'm like six or seven hours in now. I counted up the other day from all my streams. Um, I'm not enjoying it as much as Shenmue 1, although I am aware that it gets significantly better in the second half. Is that right, James? Yes, that's right. All right, so I'm, I'm not concerned at this point. I'm just getting through, because that, I've had to, do three days of moving the books out of the library, James. Oh, yeah. is, I mean, <laughs> airing out crap. the books. I remember. Well, that, I yeah. love the I love the fact that it goes well. No, this all this game is based on you know realistic interactions and blah blah blah. And you know, I, I could quite understand the job uh, in Shenmue One where you're a forklift driver moving crates because that's what you're doing. You're moving crates in this one. It's here's a sh- here's a kung fu master <laughs> trying to move some books from one place to the other. Yet he stumbles every other step. <laughs> like it's just really weird. But anyway, that didn't bother me. What bothered me recently is that I found out that Rio, the the fucking lead character in Shenmue, is a pervert, and <laughs> it's out of nowhere. It's a uh, James. Oh, you've not seen my stream from last night yet, have you? I've not yet. No. Do you remember when you meet the female martial art expert in the temple, in Mammo Temple, um, in, yeah, at the I, start of Shenmue 2? I remember meeting her, yeah. I don't remember him being particularly like, off or anything. But right, this, again, this is 20 happens. years ago. So Let me tell so. you what happens. Oh, yeah, it's fine. You meet her for the first time. You ask her for advice on martial arts, right? And she won't tell you. She drags it out. She wants to do that whole, I want to teach you these wise lessons for the next, like, fucking month, right? <laughs> um, so that's fine. Okay, I'm dealing with that. While you're learning from her, she puts you up in her apartment, right? The first time you walk into the bedroom, he's like, oh, so am I sleeping in bed with you? And she's like, no, you're sleeping on the sofa. And I just thought... That was weird. Okay, yeah. fine. It fades to black. She's asleep in bed, and Ryu's sleeping on the sofa in that bedroom on his side, just watching her. <laughs> Jesus, just watching her. There is. That's it. He's just staring at her, and then it fades to black again. Like it's honestly, you've got to see that bit, James. It's insane. Oh, it's watch insane. That. Um. Yeah, but no, I'm going to plough on on my stream, so thanks to everyone that's been watching that. Um, Also, I briefly played Snake Pass because I just wanted to see what games won uh, Game Pass, and Snake Pass was on there. And that's always one of those games that's in your back in mind. I'm not in the right position to play that game at the moment. Have you played, has any of you played it? I haven't. I've always been tempted because it's been been on sale on the Switch a couple of times, like 750 or something. It's so horrifically frustrating, Sean. <laughs> like it makes your chest go. I mean, uh, the good thing about it is that it looks wonderful. Like, I mean, for a game, I mean, you can compare it, in my opinion, to um, ukulele. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It's that same sort of budget, low. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're not expecting to see uh, the best visuals in any game, and that's not what this game offers. But it's so colourful, vibrant, and bright, and it it runs at solid frame rate that it feels really nice to look at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's just controlling that fucking <laughs> snake almost gives you a heart attack, and you slip off and you fall down, and you you got to go back to the fucking start again. It is, it's takes a certain amount of patience to play through that. I don't know if I've got it. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. 
Um, but yeah, Harry seemed to enjoy watching it for a bit. <laughs> so maybe I will go back to it this weekend if we're not playing FIFA all weekend. Right. Um, I went back to uh, Tetris Effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because last week right, so, we told you about the extra that, that mechanic back in the zone, didn't we? Yeah. Changed nothing. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, I, such a shame. I've done the journey now. I've completed the journey. Okay. Um, on normal. Uh, and I, all I'm doing is sitting there thinking, this is probably incredible in VR. <laughs> without VR, it offers nothing that over uh, any other Tetris game for me. I mean, I should point out, like, so I really like this. I'm, like, scraping through on beginner mode, so I think maybe you're just too good at it, Dave. I must say, (laughs) you had a big, like, you were talking about the um, final, you know the final level? Yeah. Where you got to do 90 lines, right? Right? You were saying that you were... I haven't finished it. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't finished it. James, not yet. No, the final oh, level. You have to oh. play Tetris. <laughs> I really hope you. You, found, you okay. were saying you were sweating. You were like you were uh, really pushing it. And it, I think I did it on my second attempt, second or third attempt. Oh wow! And it took me a lot longer. And I'll but, be on. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Um, Harry was sitting next to me, literally counting down the lines that I needed. Right, <laughs> so that was extra pressure. Yeah, but- he he was fifty six. You've got fifty six now. 58 i'm going right okay can you stop doing that that's really <laughs> fucking annoying do you think and this is yeah, anything to do like because obviously your field of work is quite visual i'm wondering if um, that's like that sort of plays into it in i think way. maybe f- all the hours of freeze that i've put in because <laughs> and that's that, yeah. not that's not got anything to do with tetris i'm not comparing the two games they're too wildly different yeah. but it's space planning yeah that's what it is yeah, yeah. it's planning space and 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 that's what you're doing in freeze and that's essentially what you're doing in tetris so that might help i don't know i'm not saying i'm brilliant at tetris because i'm not mm. and i'm sure if you looked at my um i mean it sounds like scores, you're a lot better than be I embarrassing so that's, um, that's but yeah no i didn't have too much trouble with it but yeah. it's not that's not why i dislike the game yeah. and, and and i don't dislike the game i think it's a brilliant game of tetris i just don't think it offers much over a game of Tetris that I've played previously. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that I can totally see why people are going crazy about the the VR mm-hmm. version of this mm-hmm. because I'm looking at this stuff and the, the way that the light changes in the background and the different visuals and stuff, especially in that last level, it feels like I'm playing Area X on, on a TV. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Um, and if anything, throughout playing it, although I'm enjoying Tetris because Tetris is brilliant, there's, it does nothing special to say this is this is a like the, it, I don't get all the hype for it other than when people are talking about the PSVR thing yeah. because I'm playing it thinking this would sell me a PSVR like genuinely mm. I would love to play this on PSVR but you know uh, second kid coming next month that ain't fucking happening it does, <laughs> uh, not you weren't happen. playing, playing with headphones either were you I guess <clears throat> yeah no I had headphones okay in. cool yeah um but then, but again, the music didn't really hit me as as well as it has in its <clears throat> previous games. Um, oh my god, that, that fire that, party that, thing that, keeps that, going. That last song is just so amazing. That, that, that's been in my head for a few days. And I, there's like a ten, I think it's like a one hour version on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I mean, yeah, it's. I thought that last last level is just so good musically. I, I, I finished it on normal. And that 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 level is the only one that really gave me any sort of chip, and it took me a fair few goes, probably like 
eight or nine goes but um i think the one i think the one before it gave me more chip it wasn't that i think that was a higher that was a faster level for a longer period of time right yeah uh, yeah, it was certainly faster but then obviously you only have to get 35 like this this one was fine for like the first like 50 or 60 and then it was like oh shit yeah 60 is when it ran one mistake you gotta get 30 lines yeah one mistake and it'll be like oh all that prep it's just gone but um Oh yeah, yeah. So, so I also finished Journey this week, um, and it, I, I thought it was just amazing. But mm. I, again, I played it in PSVR with headphones and, and the VR visuals and stuff. And it's just... I think that would make a huge difference. A huge difference. I, yeah, I mean, I'm still enjoying it on the telly, but then I have got HDR on, Dave. So. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it got HDR compatible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it does look very what nice. What about the? Uh... The towns at night. Yeah, they're they, they looking <laughs> fucking <laughs> tremendous, mate. And, um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, so I'm, I'm still really enjoying this. Um, I've been messing around more with the the mode, like the different modes you can play in. Um, you know, I was saying like there's there's the ones that are supposedly relaxing, whereas I found I had tried to do like the marathon one, and it's like yeah, you know, just get 150 lines. There's no game over. You know, whatever. But it gets really. How fast. is there no game over? How's it deal with that? It just when you get to the top of the. Um, the tower it just blows up and then you start at the bottom again um, oh right okay but um and i think it's i'm trying to think yeah so i think you're racing to see how quickly you can do it but also it doesn't matter because it's the relaxing mode but yeah it, they start dropping really fast um like even if you you know yes yeah, so you build all the way up to the top and you fail and it blows up and it goes back to the bottom they're still going at like fucking maximum speed <laughs> there's nothing relaxing about that at all however i've started messing with some of the other supposedly relaxing ones and they are quite um there's like there's one that like just takes you through like all the underwater levels um and that's really nice there's one that takes you all the wind levels and that's really cool um so yeah like i've 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 now found the modes that i can just stick on if i just want to play a bit but i don't really want to challenge myself all that much which is really nice and um, i I might play some of those levels because the last few i feel like i didn't i don't actually remember a lot of the visuals because i was so focused on 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 the board and you know and 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 getting like the shapes down there so i I feel like i feel like i failed the visuals but i can't remember like seeing the visuals because i was just in the moment and uh, Mm. so i would like to i'm going to play it again on maybe an easier difficulty or go for these uh these more relaxing ones i think yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and some of the, like, there's some weirder modes where, like, um, there's one where sort of every 10 lines it shoves, like, you know, one of the, the sort of straight line blocks in. Um, but, like, it tells you where it's going to do it and how many blocks you've got until it does it. So it's basically a case of, like, like building everything around it so that when that one comes in, it, like, clears, like, as many lines as it, as it can in one go. And you get, like, bonus points for lines cleared by that block, if that makes sense. Um, so that's really good fun. Um, there's one where there's like infected blocks and you have to like clear as many of them oh, as yeah. possible. I, I think that mode's really great fun. I love yeah, that. Yeah, really good. Um, so yeah, I, I'm still properly enjoying it. I mean, again, it's... There's no multiplayer in it, is it? No. Like, no, I mean, there's score that's battles. Such a shame. But yeah, when you consider like... What was that one that was on the Switch? The Tetris versus... Yeah, summer? the Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo, that was it. Yeah, was, yeah. Forget that. Was that. Just remember the one on um, on the Game Boy <laughs> with that yeah. cable shit. Like, that, that was the business, man back in the day yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a shame Dave you haven't really got into it but uh, mm. hopefully you'll get a chance to play the VR version and maybe you'll see why, why everyone's raving about it but and, yeah, yeah. and, and James I, I, I really I thought you'd finish this game this week like you're going to absolutely love that. so how far are you in the game I've had I've had no time to play games at all for the last couple of weeks so I've, I've not really got that far got more in games I mean, on I... your list than anyone else I know, no, I know, I know but these, <laughs> these I know but these are like ones Tetris effect <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this is the problem because it's all just stuff that I've played, and I but I've not like made huge progress apart from yeah. one of them, yeah, which yeah. is one that I probably shouldn't have bothered making progress with. Mm-hmm. Which is oh, anyway, so so you haven't really played Tetris Effect, or have you? Well, I have, but just not as much as as I would like to have done. But I do think that it's. I mean, I. I did try it in 2D because I've been playing it mostly in like VR and it to me it feels like half a game like when you play it in in 2D. I really don't think yeah. it's as good like at all. It's it's just cuz you get that thing I mean Matt you talked about it last week where you you know you feel like the music's kind of like flowing through you and all that kind of thing. It's it's fantastic. Mm. I mean you've got a I mean I I'm, I'm going to have to lend my PSVR to you Dave if you've got time like just to borrow well, it for like I mean, a God, week or yeah, so, when, you know. When is that happening? I don't know when, when do you want it cuz I know you didn't want it for a while cuz you had the whole you know, Red Dead thing, but when, when well, when's good for you? I mean, uh, whenever, because I mean, I've got to play um, Astrobot. Yeah, you've got to play that. That's, yeah, and it, you see, the thing is, is that and Tetris Effect, neither of them are like really, really long. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. no, and that's it. They're they're the two games that I want to try out before um, before we get the to year, the yeah. game of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, whenever. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good whenever. Just pop one after this podcast, James. Yeah, just get in the car. <laughs> Jump in the Today car. Canterbury. Fine. But yeah, you, you've um, got to no, I would appreciate it's... that. But how would I play? I know this is boring, but how would I play Astrobot? Have you got the disc? I've got the disc. I can give you that. Oh, it's... fucking sweet. Go on, yeah. James. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely yeah, yeah, have to sweet. do it. Yeah, I want one. I desperately want you to, to to see what this game's like in VR. And you've got you've got to play Astrobot before game of the year. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, and then the last game I've got on my list is uh, Red Dead Redemption. Two, which I obviously I'll keep brief, but what I will say, uh, wh- where is everyone up to? I just wanted to check in. <laughs> um, I'm sort of halfway through chapter four. Halfway through chapter uh, four, yeah, about the same for me actually. Really? Yeah, I've I mean hammering it. Jesus, <laughs> are you are you serious? <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, oh, I've really fantastic. massively got into it. Yeah, you, I can't tell if you're taking a piss or not. No, no, no I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, so I, you I, are I, into I, it now? I've, yeah, well, okay. Obviously, all my things I had before, they still stand, but I've basically broken through it and I, I've got used to the controls mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't feel like I need to have like a four-hour session to get into it. Yeah, I've been basically hammering it every night for the last, like, well, I guess week or well, a few days. Anyway, basically, I've played like just under 30 hours and I'm, I've done like six missions in episode in uh, chapter four. Right, I don't know where I, I am say, we got, in, we, the, in the chapter, gonna... but I've done about six missions, and yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> Before we get to it, James, where are you up to? Uh, I haven't touched it since we last spoke. So, Brilliant, unbelievable. Yeah. No, um, I, I will go, <laughs> listen, I'm going to go back to it. It's just that I, it was, you know, I came into other games and I just got distracted. All, it's all, just, I, yeah. all I say is that when you get to where you came right over all the other games, Matt, is what he said. And the all I will say, that reminds me as well, <laughs> there's what? a line in Shenmue 2 last night, right? I was playing Shenmue 2 last night, airing the books, and I didn't finish the job by the time the timer ran out. And the guy, my boss, turned around and said, you must be tired. You didn't finish. Let's <laughs> just fall up. <laughs> heard that before. Right. There's a bit in this game where it obviously it takes you to new locations or whatever. I'm not going to spoil it, trust me. Um, just stick with me, listener. That you will absolutely adore. I know that you adore James. You got you got to break through, get I'm back on it. it. I'm, and good, I'm definitely going to do it. It's, it's just really... that what I've got at the moment, I want to get through this now because it's totally hooked me. And it's you know, yeah, yeah. Because the end of the end of um, uh, chapter three, the the plot starts developing uh, in a big way, um, and then the start of chapter four was one of the uh, it's one of those moments that you just could be thinking about forever. 
You know what I mean? Mm. It's like one of those moments, oh, that bit when that ha- Like, it's so, so, oh my God. I, I'm, I've not done a single mission in Chapter 4 yet because I've just been, you know, dicking about. Um, wonderful. Well, well like, I, I'm, I'm still loving it. Is yeah. is the it's it's a pretty significant story. change in chapter four, and um, I mean, are we able to spoil within the location? Absolutely not. Okay, no, no. Oh, okay, anyway. okay. So, but basically, I feel like I'm not going to say anything about location, but it, it feels like a significant change, and I felt exactly as Arthur fe- felt. I think mm. going to that location, I think yep. I think they played that so well. I can't yeah, really yep. describe how without obviously talking about the location, but yeah, the, what he was feeling, I felt the same, and it felt like suddenly a very different game, even though. Not that much has changed, really, but you know something had changed, and I thought, oh, this is so well done. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's funny as well is that I have seen a lot of negative um, comments about this game recently, but the one thing that I found is that it's people trying to force themselves through the story, mm. um, and like that, that seems to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what I'm doing. No, that that seems to have a negative reaction after a while. Um, because I've been I've been doing this weird thing where I I've been giving him days off. Like it sounds ridiculous, but I've been playing the game, playing through the missions or whatever, and I'll go, okay, I'm gonna have a day off now. So I'll either go into town, play poker, play poker in the camp, or um I'll uh, just go on a little like trot about the place and just go and have a little mosey about. And it, I, I love it. Like yeah. a, no, I'll do that. that. Sometimes I'll just be like, perfectly for me. Sometimes I'll just be like, today I'm just going to help around at camp and talk to people. It is incredible how quickly you realise that that all of the stuff that you feel that the game is wanting you to do, you just don't have to. Yeah. No, I've um, done. I, I did one hunt and that's it. I haven't bothered. That's that it. Stuff. So I've not done the hunting. I've not done any of the hunting. Not done any of the fishing. Um, I've not gone up to the mountains on my own and stuff no, because I neither. kind of want to just do that later. Um, and uh, the, you know, it, I still shave constantly. I still change my oh, clothes. Yeah, yeah, I still too, look after yeah. my horse I've got and all massive, that sort of massive stuff. tash now. That's, <laughs> so, I'm, everything else is getting shaved apart from the tash. I'm, I'm, pom- I'm putting like you know uh, pomade in my hair. That's yeah, it. yeah. So what what I'm saying is that I'm not like saying that that stuff is completely pointless because it's not but what i'm saying is that you can totally cherry pick what you want to do Mm. you know all that stuff all that background stuff all the side quest stuff you can totally cherry pick what you want to do um and that makes a big difference that that's kind of liberating because i was saying at the start you know i'm really enjoying looking after arthur and looking after the camp and looking after the thing ultimately you find out that that stuff is kind of pointless and you don't have to do it. Now, I'm sure that would stick in some people's jaw and they'd think, well, what's the point in doing it then? But for me, I I quite enjoy maintaining that stuff. So I'm just carrying on doing it. I don't care if it has a proper, like, sort of effect on on the rest of the game. I, I just enjoy making sure that his beard's nice and trimmed and making sure that I'm playing a lot of poker and stuff like that because, you know, I like doing that stuff. So it it it's funny, it's it kind of feels like um it kind of feels like an an amazing action game with some sort of second life shit added to it. <laughs> and, you know, we've spoken about the online stuff as well, but if that if that's um what the online stuff is where it's essentially a second life game, but with missions that you can go off and do. That it seems like perfect to me. Mm. Like I can just sit and do what I want to do, 
And then if I want to get involved with other stuff, I can. It's yeah, I, I feel exactly weird... the same. Like, I, I haven't done I, I haven't done all the things you said. I haven't been out to the mountain, haven't done fishing or hunting, apart from the one machine we had to do it. I, I played uh, some poker, but I haven't played loads. But actually, not doing that, and they're not they're not saying like go fish, go fish, go hunt. They're, they're not saying that. And mm. actually, that sort of it feels like a more complete world that I can engage with if I want to, or I don't have to. And I sort of I, I like that actually. Yeah, I'm kind um, of like, well, um, why is Arthur hunting? Like, he's the hired gun of the crew, isn't he, really? You know, he's the guy that goes along when people think that jobs could go potentially wrong. Yeah. You know, he's the guy that turns up with a gun that can shoot everyone. He's the really, muscle, yeah. He? He's the muscle. So why is he going hunting all the time? Why has he got to do everything in the camp? <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, man. Like, maybe I'm making excuses for it. I don't know. Um, I, I, you know, I've still got a lot of that game to play before I decide whether it's right up there with my games of the year or whatever. But um, for me at the moment, I, I'm just, I'm not getting fatigued by it. I'm not getting frustrated with it. I'm just every time I turn it on, I'm coming away just loving it a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to to put some time into it. But at the same time, I'm happy to drag it out as long as I can. Um, and I've not felt about this way about a game for a long time for a long time i've got some questions about camp like do, do you have to have loads of money it, does the camp have to have loads of money to keep them going nah. like, i put or, lots of money in there but i, mean, I, I, yeah, I put I loads mean, over you, time you'll... and then it gradually goes down but it might say you've got six dollars left is that like hey well i better put six yeah <laughs> but i've never like, been that low yeah yeah so now I put like another 600 and i come back and like now it's got six again like do i have to keep topping really? up forever Who's yeah. spending the money? What's it saying your thing? Uh, I, I haven't checked, but I've done, I've done the upgrades, so obviously I've spent more money I've put in, I've done the upgrades, and I'm still putting money in, and it goes down. But do I have to keep topping it up forever? Yeah, like, I think what's... so. No, I don't, I mean, I, again, I don't like, think if it's I don't, important what happens, to do it. basically. At all. I, I, I thought the whole point was just for the upgrades, so I thought that's why you were putting the money in there. No, there is like but... general upkeep of the camp, I think. People just use money for stuff. Um, this is yeah. weird. They're... Maybe I've got a bug then because no one spends any money in my camp. I mean, it's, like, really? it's definitely not yeah, huge. Gone. Like, it's certainly not been like an ongoing concern for me. It's just like occasionally I'm aware. I put three hundred in there, in there yeah. and that lasted uh, like the length of chapter three. Right. And then and then I put like a grand in there, and it's just sitting there. Like, I was going to no say, like, it. ever since. Uh, so there's a bank job at some point. Spoiler in this game about cowboys, you rob a bank. Um, ever since that, like I've been fine for money. Like I've not been worried at all. Yeah, so. I mean, I, uh, I, uh, I've been fine, and like I said, all the upgrades have been done. But I just wanted to know if I had to keep topping that camp up. I guess I'll just put like another ground in and just like leave it and see how long it see how long it takes to drop off. But I wasn't sure if I had to also do if I had to keep, you know, topping up with all like the various like food and stuff things you can do in the in the uh, yeah, yeah those are weird they that. seem to be like more just for the player because their resources you can just grab them off the back of the um wagons and stuff right so, okay so it's just yeah because because mm. i go in and it's like okay do i have to keep i've obviously upgraded i think but do i have to keep refilling all like the medicine and the food and stuff i mean you if can but i think that's yeah i think that is just for the player's convenience more than like the oh, okay the cool because yeah, i've taken the a few of them things yeah, okay yeah. i guess that makes sense yeah yeah. yeah, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're all still loving that game. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean, for me personally, yeah. So obviously, I, I haven't been the biggest fan of this game, um, but I just wanted to. I I, I was always going to keep trying to play this, and like I said, I dropped off the first one, but I've just pushed through to a point where controls are fine. I know what I'm doing, and I'm happy to just keep doing mission after mission. Actually, um, yeah. I, that, that's what's keeping me interested right now. Obviously, if I mm. get fatigued, then maybe I'll calm down. But I'm happy to like 
I'm having to blitz through it. Well, that's it. It, it gives you the I'm freedom to do it because I don't yeah. think you're missing out on anything by doing not doing no, the I, stuff I, that I, I'm doing. I feel like doing. I've done a good like five, maybe five, ten, probably close to five hours of open world roaming of yeah, you know, just running around doing random things, doing a stranger tar, you know, meeting strangers, playing some poker, this and that. But I feel like I've done that for a bit. Now I'm going to want to get through a lot of the story, which I'm enjoying. I obviously really want to get through the story before game of the year. Um, and uh, yeah. I yeah, see, because I, I don't think I'm going to... I don't think I'm going to get through it by, by Game of the Year. I, I reckon this is going to be game for months for me. Mm. Do we um, know... Because weren't they supposed to be doing a beta do for the online stuff in November? And, like, there ain't that much in November left. And I've heard... I thought that was coming next year, like early next year or something. Uh, see, I heard... I yeah, heard but there's a beta coming in November. Yeah. They they have said yeah. that. I, I'm going nowhere near that, because <laughs> I do eventually want to complete the fucking uh, <laughs> campaign. Yeah, the moment I get into into that, that's it. I wonder if there's a there must be customizable characters as well. You just make yep. your own little cowboy. I am oh, well God. excited. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, all right, James. It's a shame that you've not uh, ploughed on, but yeah, I will. Yeah. I would definitely. I mean, there's no way I'm just not. I'm not going to play it. It's just other things have distracted me recently. So yeah, I've just not really got around to it. Fine. Yeah. All right then. Okay, that's my list. So uh, let's go to James. All right, well, I mean, the main thing I've been playing was... Well, okay, there's been a couple of things I've been playing. So I played Tetris Effect, which I've already talked about, and you know, I think is amazing. I got Spider-Man um, for my birthday as a surprise. And yeah. it's... Um, it, it, you it were is, made up with that, weren't you? I that was. was really I was, sweet, I thought. I was, I was really excited. Cause, like, it's the first time... Oh, I don't want to say that, because it just sounds horrible. But, no, yeah. go on, it's fine. No, <laughs> no, no, it's, not, it's, no it's just, you know... Th- never mind, forget it. Anyway. It's, you got a lovely That's present. so weird. You've got a lovely present, isn't it? I know nice? exactly, but it's they don't come that often like with this, so I was I was just really shocked. And so it was um yeah, it was really good. That's I mean cool. I got a belt like a couple of years ago and like from a supermarket. <laughs> so, you know, this is like Oh, I this... thought we mentioned hit you over the head. No, this was this, this was like a big a big upgrade. I was like well pleased with this. But the thing is is it's like, fantastic like as well. It's what? Nothing, don't worry about it. Go on, Spider-Man. Great game, well, go. Spider-Man is fantastic. Like Matt was right about this because it, it's funny because at the moment it feels, the pacing with it feels the complete opposite of Red Dead Redemption. In, mm-hmm. in, and I don't mean that in like in a negative way, but it's like you get straight in, it feels amazing straight away. Yeah, pacing um, and controls. It's not just the pacing. A lot of things feel the exact opposite of Red Dead, I think, in this game. Yeah, it's like, yes, particularly the controls. Like everything is like absolutely perfect and... Because the thing is, you know, like, I'm, I love like platformers and I love like city traversal and that sort of stuff. And this has got some of the best like in any game that I've ever played. I think it's just it's so much fun to just like you know go around the city and everything. I mean, I've done hardly any of the actual like missions at all. I've just I've spent a lot of time just collecting backpacks, you know, because <laughs> it it is fun to just like you know just swing around and everything. Like in the beginning, it feels like a tiny bit awkward, but then once you like realize like how the momentum works it just feels so good to like just nail it like going between like uh, different buildings and stuff and it's also i mean i found uh, matt i found the challenge the the combat like surprisingly challenging as well like in the beginning it's not yeah. like a, it's not a walk in the park is it it's like it's quite difficult i found yeah I've, i found it challenging and I, I mean the combat for me was 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 the weakest part of the game it, it got better or maybe more bearable towards the end because i had more gadgets and i had more moves and stuff but yeah, yeah I, I i i i thought that was quite challenging because the enemies felt uh you know uh, quite quite good in terms of power and then i was still learning moves and how to chain those combos to take them out or to to, to, to stun some enemies and and so on and so forth but uh yeah no it, it's fun though it's fun combat model for sure 
Yeah, it's one, once you, like, now I've got into the hang of doing stuff like, you know, like, you swing in and, like, you know, like, kick someone across and then, like, you know, go and then, like, you know, web someone up and stuff like that. It it starts to feel a lot more fluid. And it's, I mean, it might not have, like, the interactivity and, like, the depth, like, anywhere near of something like Red Dead, but it's just, it is just really immediately accessible and just fun straight away. And I think that's probably, I mean, this is why... I don't want to play Red Dead yet until I've kind of finished this because I just feel like I'm in the mood to play something like this at the moment. You know, you know, you like get that like, sometimes. And for Red Dead, I feel like I need to sit down. I need to like really, you know, sort of absorb myself in it. Whereas this is just instant fun, which is which is really good. The, the, the story for Spider Man is really well written as well. I mean, again, I've covered this many times, but obviously I'm not into that world at all. But it's still really engaging and interesting. And I thought the characters were really well animated and were really well acted as well. Definitely, I was a fan of Mary Jane. It's yeah. uh, you know it's, it's 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 yeah it's it's great. Um, James, what's the matter with you? Uh, well, <laughs> it's, it's been a long day, Dave. I'm anyway, problem Mellow Jane. Go on. So anyway, the other thing I've played, which I don't know why I did this, and I don't know why, is I've played Ghosts and Goblins, um, <laughs> which is which is the one that is on the NES Online you know stuff for the for the Switch, mm. and I mean. Have any of you played this game? Only a all? bit. I know yeah. it's like a classic and everything, but nah. <laughs> it's it's one of the hardest games I've ever played. Yeah. Like absolutely, and there are some bits that did make me want to smash things. Yeah, because it's it's like that. But for some reason, I did feel the need to play it through twice. <laughs> and to, to what? <laughs> which is how long is this? Like the Mister Crab thing? Yeah, it's, Forest um, of Doom or whatever it was. I mean, I played it through twice so that I could get the real ending in inverted commas because it does that thing where it's like you get to the end for the first time and then it's like all this was an illusion. Have another go, and then it's like <laughs> you've got to go through like, the whole thing all over again. But I know this will sound ridiculous, a bit like stupid, and other people have said this before. But it's the most Dark Souls game I've played apart from Dark Souls, yeah, like yeah. in terms of like two D and everything, yeah, I can see because that. it it's got that same thing of like the mistakes in the game are generally like it's your fault if you mess up because the controls are still pretty tight there are like elements though of just ridiculousness of just like suddenly something will appear and kill you and stuff and i don't there's no way i would have attempted this without safe states because i think anybody that can finish this without using safe states at all is my massive admiration because (laughs) it's it's incredibly difficult but for some reason though i kept kept doing it and kept playing it and i was (laughs) enjoying playing (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know why, because it's just, it looks Temple terrible. Boom. The, the sound is awful. Like, it's got these terrible sound effects as well. But for some reason, I just, I enjoy playing it. It's um, But I wouldn't recommend it to anyone else, because it's just, it is. You, you know, need to play Rage in Peace, mate. Yeah. That's what you need to play. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, uh, Jesus, you need to stream that game. It's mm. going to be too good. All so... Right. The only other thing, I mean, I've played two other things which are not in massive depth, but because I play Pokemon, but I'll save that because I think, because Matt, you've played it as well, yeah? Yeah, I'll play that. Okay. So the other thing I've played is Civilization VI, um, which came out mm. on the Switch recently. And uh, this is all I've ever wanted, <laughs> like, basically, which is horrible because it's portable civilization and it doesn't appear to be limited in, in any way, apart from with there's no online play. But I don't care about that. And I don't know, I don't know anyone who plays civilization online because it always, I've played it before and I just found it to be an incredibly frustrating experience mm. and not really, not really what I was into. It's like, cause it take every game takes so long, like, to get through. It's not like something you can, like, just sit down and play for a bit or whatever. Yeah. But, so I'm not really bothered about there being no multiplayer. There is a couple of issues with it. Um, 
I think maybe it's because of the power of the switch. It's the turn, the time between turns is quite long. I mean, I'm not talking like minutes long or whatever, but it's like even at the beginning when you're just starting to build up and you've not met anybody, you know, when you click like next turn, it's like it takes like at least sort of five, ten seconds or whatever before the turn's complete. And but then to be fair with that, it seems that even once you get further in, the time remains about the same. So. I always found like with with other, with older civilization games that in the beginning it was like super super quick, but then by the time you got to like the modern era, it was like it took a long time because it was like processing everything. But with this, it seems to be a bit slow from the beginning. And the only other thing is that in handheld mode, it is a bit kind of like visually busy as well, and it's not entirely obvious because the switch screen is quite small. Like I mean, it's obviously like what is it seven inch? I can't remember. Yeah, like the switch screen like it is tiny. Yeah. yeah, it is tiny. And with that amount of like complexity on the screen it you have to like keep zooming in and out and stuff so you can see stuff and the ui is not particularly streamlined it like takes like it's not immediately obvious like what things do and everything and so that that's a bit but then now i've kind of got over that it's it's kind of fine it's still it's perfectly playable but just not very streamlined i was thinking right you know there's those rumors of that redesigned um switch Mm. yeah like you see the bezels on fucking phones and shit now like how much smaller they are and you see the bezel on the switch screen and it's like fucking hell that is massive like after you've been using one of these new phones and and you go to that screen you're like jesus christ imagine the same size switch but with the tiny bezels of a you know Mm. not only would it look incredible but how much more functionality will you get out of like i mean just having that size screen would just be wonderful in handheld mode, right? Yeah. It just makes such a big difference that I can totally see why a redesigned Switch would come out. You just know it's not going to be that good. Then mm-hmm. there's part of you knows not going to be that good. But Jesus, just imagine. See, and That'd also so the thing sweet. with this is even if you play it in docked, it's like sitting that far away from the TV with like fonts that small is yeah. Yeah. That not that, make the text big enough or anything. Not though. really. Mm. And that that's also a bit of a problem. So this is why I'm, I've ended up mostly playing it in handheld mode. But yeah. it it doesn't really matter. I mean I've played all the releases of Civ since like the first one that came out, even Alpha Centauri, which I didn't like that much. <laughs> but I'm 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 enjoying figuring this out because this is like to me it feels super super deep like compared with like the um you know with with earlier versions i'm still trying to work out all the systems um that they've like implemented and i mean it's gonna this is one of those games that this is gonna like last me until the next console comes out because (laughs) it's just i can pick this up at any time and i mean i lost a weekend to this game already which is just terrible you know like whenever i had like a few spare like 20 minutes 15 minutes or whatever it's just like put that on and uh yeah and just play it but there is this really weird thing where every time you start the game it does this thing where it it, it opens up like the web browser and then like says oh like accept the conditions for like 2k games or whatever and then i get an email from 2k like from nintendo saying oh your account's been linked but it does it like every single time i start the game oh that's annoying i don't know if that's like a like a bug i've got or it must be it has to be a bug but it's just odd it's just really i mean it have you not even checked the reddit or whatever and see if uh, people are getting the same i haven't had a look yet i should should have a look but yeah you should check out but i mean anybody that is obviously interested in like strategy games i mean this is like highly recommended because it it does seem like not stripped down which that was always the problem i had with like with revolution you know the the, like the handheld versions of that which was 
they never felt like deep enough really and this really feels like the real deal and uh yeah cool great good so and far. i suppose i suppose the suspended play as well must be yeah mm. also that yeah you just yeah press start and then you're, you're back well, into it risky again. what what if what if your save got deleted on that well, no, because it's got cloud saves, isn't it? So it's um, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's you fine. pay for it, don't you? Yeah. So the two of you have got Nintendo Online. Matt, mm. did you bother? No, I didn't bother. Nah, no, nor have I yet. That's weird. Um, okay, all right, and fine, then, and that's it. Well, the only other thing is Pokemon. Let's go. Um, okay, well, let's that. get on to Pokemon because I'm interested to hear. Let, let's start with you, James, because I know that you've played Pokemon games in the past, and it, you've always seen this as a sort of a a um. A very uh, basic version of Pokemon, like, but based on the the sort of previews and stuff. So, what what have you f- made of the final game? Yeah, I mean, see, the thing is, I'm, I've never really been a big fan of the series in general because it's always felt a bit like a kind of like this is my first RPG kind of thing, and I've never really got into it. But I wanted to give this a go mostly because, like, Asher, like my son at the moment, is like super into Pokemon, and he's really excited. Like, he was really excited to play this. And I have ended up enjoying it quite a lot myself. I mean, this seems to be from what I can I can gather, and I don't know a lot about this because I've not done like a huge amount of reading. But it's a remake of like blue, red, and blue, right? Or is it? Oh, okay. And yellow. I did not know that. I, I think it's as in like a streamlined like remake of that with a lot of like changes to it because it has the thing whereby you don't like gather Pokemon by fighting them. You have to like catch them in a kind of like Pokemon Go way. Okay. Which is like how this works. Which is a bit weird because if you play in dot mode. Then you have to use like your Joy-Con or whatever to like to swing and like throw it. Like it uses motion controls, mm-hmm. and it's not great. Um, but then if you play it in handheld mode, you can just use the like the old button and just like throw it. And it's like it's a lot more fun to play in handheld mode because of that. Because mm-hmm. the the motion controls, I don't really feel like add a huge amount to it. But I mean, the best thing also for playing it like with with my son is that you can like drop in at any time as well. Like another character can drop in and like play. Okay, and um, which is which is pretty good. But so I mean, what, 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 what can our second player do, James? They can, they, well, they can help you like collect like Pokemon. Like if you like go over them, then you both of you can like try and capture it at the same time. But also in battle as well. Like it adds, you know, they they can also like you know uh, help you in battles and stuff. But the okay. the main the main character is still the one that's like driving the screen. So if you're like walking around, if you don't follow them, then you just disappear, and then you'll reappear next to them later and stuff like that. You know, it's it's like that. But I mean, Matt, you, you're playing it as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing as well. This is my first Pokemon game. Uh, I've obviously been playing a lot of Go on on the phone, but my first Pokemon game. And um, yeah, I mean, it seems incredibly basic, but yeah, I've definitely been enjoying what I've been playing. Mostly, I guess for that, for like the collecting element. I guess that's what's the compelling. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the compelling loop. Uh, does I is there a story in Pokemon games? Well, you see, that's the other thing because I'm sure there is, and people are going to be really angry with us about this. But it feels, I mean, to me, it feels easy and the story really lightweight, which is the other reason why I never really got into Pokemon games before. But I'm sure there's a massive backstory and lore there that we're just not aware of. Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there's lore, and, and and again, obviously, the Pokemon company have said that the, the the proper the next proper Pokemon game will be out next year, and this is mm-hmm. essentially well, they haven't said stopgap, but they've said the puff one is out next year um but yeah i mean it's um 
it's very basic, but uh, I think you know, it, I mean, it, I think it looks nice. So I think I think the graphics are sort of nice, and chunky. It's, 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 it's really nice, really yeah. welcoming in that regard. Yeah. It's yeah, you know, it's like a nice. It's got it's got a nice vibe. Um, it's uh, you basically just walk around. You see Pokemon uh, in the in the overworld, and you basically just have to walk into them. And then it starts like a battle sequence. And as James says, you can throw your Pokeballs and stuff. Uh, I, I mean, that's the same as Pokemon Go in terms of looks, of course. But obviously on the mobile, you can do like curve shots. And I, can you do curve shots? in this one James I think you can yeah okay, uh, if you I'll... throw it in certain ways and stuff like yeah. that it's possible but, but... but I mean I, I've, I've been playing it basically all, only in handheld uh, and there's still some like motion controls but, but when you like when you find a Pokemon you go into this you go into like capture mode and then you basically have to press A once to sort of start the capture and then you can move your you can move the switch around if you're trying to get like a view a view on a camera on it yeah it's so kind of like move... a, that sort of like ar kind of thing isn't it? yeah you know, sort of ar ish like and then you yeah. press a again and it's all like ever uh shrinking circles sort of homes in on the pokemon and if you throw it and it hits it when the circle's really small you get excellent or good and stuff to get bonuses throw bonuses um yeah, and the other things they've changed in this one, like uh, that, there's now chain. I mean, again, I haven't played previous ones, but from what I gather is new, is that you can like you can chain up, um, you can have like chains of how many of the same Pokemon you get in a row, and the more you get in a row, that increases the chance of you getting shiny or getting better IVs, uh, which are uh, better stats for your Pokemon. Um, so you can do that, which, which, which I believe is a much easier, much more uh, standard way of getting shinies. Whereas before, I think it was pretty random or. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know how you got shines before um but yeah, i basically am playing this whilst playing pokemon go at the same time like i've had like two things next to me i'll like <laughs> swipe and do some curve shots on the phone i'll play this I, I, i'm a maniac i guess but um yeah I, ha- I haven't imported my pokemon go pokemon into this game because i believe you can transfer them over once but you can't transfer them over back and i've got loads of, like missions and challenges and stuff and doing on, on smart on the ios game so i'm going to leave that for now but i believe you can move your pokemon into let's go once you've hit a certain level uh mm-hmm. i'm not sure what level it is but um yeah i mean I'm, I'm really enjoying just walking around just talking to npcs just like battling them collecting the pokemon you know to you know, fill up my pokedex and potentially get shinies um hopefully that sort of compelling loop keeps me going because right now yeah i, I, I mean, don't know what what the what what the what the flow is or, or where i or what i'm doing i'm basically doing i'm collecting the pokemon and that's compelling enough right now but I don't know what the. I think the grand scheme actually is that there's like four different gyms or gym leaders. No, there's you. You beat the oh. gym leaders, and then after you've done that, you've got to take on the elite four. Is like right. The, okay. The cool. Way it goes. Okay. So I, 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 I beat one. I beat like the first gym leader on the weekend. I can't remember his name, but it's, it's some Brock. guy. Yeah. Rock. That's what Brock. Yeah. So I've beaten him, and I've like walked around a bit of the map. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's just. I guess that's the loop. But I'm enjoying it so far, anyway, and it's. it's I mean, it's cool there is the whole. There is there. I mean, there is more story there. I mean, there's the whole like Team Rocket stuff and all that. But it's, it's you know, it's, it's not. I I never thought it was a series that has like a huge amount of depth or whatever. But I mean, I'm the kid. As I said, the kids are really loving it, and I'm determined that this is going to be the first Pokemon game that I actually finish because I've never finished one before. I always start like this, play for a while, and then kind of get bored and like jump off it. 
but this one I'm going to give it a go. Speaking it's of so- multiplayer, I thought, okay, this this is a chance. Like me and Elodie, me and Elodie, my daughter, are going to play games together. Oh, and, no. I was like, and you know, she's been seeing me play Pokemon um, on the phone, and she's like taking some swipes on the phone, and she's knows I play it. We watched a Pokemon movie trailer together, and she's seemed quite excited about that. I'm like, okay, this is building up. This is going to happen. We're going to play games together. I was like, I've got Pokemon. We can play. It's like, yeah, 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 definitely. And then like on the actual daytime on the weekend, she was like, no, don't want to do that. And as soon as bedtime. <laughs> came around she's like oh, we can play pokemon now daddy i'm like oh no it's bedtime you, you know this and then same thing happened next day so pokemon now is now is currently an excuse not to go to bed <laughs> but we haven't actually played yet hopefully we do play because i think it'd be quite a nice little bonding thing matt to get be. her on fifa she'll love it honestly <laughs> maybe, maybe it's the business so i'm hoping to play some multiplayer with Elodie at some point if she ever comes around to the idea but um yeah but at the moment uh, it's more sort of pokemon no matt is that right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that shit. Be good, um, but I will say, I mean, like Nintendo's strategy is, is a mobile strategy is working. You know, I had played one before, played a mobile game. Really interested in playing Switch game, which I've now got. Uh, I really, can't, I really can't wait to see what Fire Emblem looks like mm. and plays like on Switch because I've enjoyed the mobile version so much. So, so yes, yeah, so the mobile strategy is clearly definitely working for people like me who haven't played these games before on previous Nintendo platforms. Um, it's we're working. also we're running a poll at the moment, um, which is Pokemon related. What was worse, the Pokemon Go to the polls gag that Hillary Clinton said, or oh. Pokemon No <laughs> that James said? Uh, vote now, vote now. Uh, right, okay, that's enough Pokemon for today. But uh, it's been interesting hearing that actually it seems to have exceeded expectations that game, um, which is in line with the stuff that I've been reading on various websites across the internet. So um yeah it seems like you seems like it's better than you feared. Yeah, yeah. James. It's, yeah, definitely. I mean I'm as I said I'm going to play on with it. And uh, cool. yeah, I, I, I want to collect more and then we can trade James. I think yeah. we've both got the same version now, haven't we? So we, have, we haven't yeah. even got any exclusive ones. Yeah, I've never heard. <laughs> James is sitting there going, You haven't got a Pokemon that I give a shit about, Matt. There's <laughs> no way I'll trade him with you, not. Sunshine. I haven't got a single shiny um, yet. But... Have you got any um have you got any other games on your list, Matt? Uh, I've got, I've got nothing Matt, else. Yeah. yeah, no, James hasn't. But we we did the old transition, didn't we? I Go you on. cut out, so I didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did the old transition. Matt, have you got anything else? No, it's just Pokemon Go. I mean, I've started to actually get the train, the earlier train to work. So I can go around and hit some gyms before before work. It's got <laughs> Hold that. on, train got, to work. Yeah, I get train to work. Are you giving up on the skateboarding? Have you? Well, no, I take the skateboard on a train and then I skateboard out <laughs> never end. Well, I'm the back of the train to the front of the train. Yeah, I skateboard uh, from my house to the train station and then get on the train. Honestly, with the after falling underneath a car, there is no way I'd be getting on that thing. Oh again, my god! Ever I'm again. sorry. As much this is it's been raining. This has just reminded me. I had a dream the other night. That <laughs> oh, here we go. But for the. Uh, I must. I don't know, right? I must have been thinking in my sleep. What are James and Matt gonna do to <laughs> to fuck me up at E3? <laughs> That's the sort of thing I dream about. Yeah. Apparently, I had a dream that you were like, "Oh, Skate Four got announced," and I was like, "No, nah, fuck off!" And you're like, "Look, here's the trailer," and it was just, <laughs> and it was just loads of footage of Matt getting knocked down by cars on his skateboard. <laughs> Believable. <laughs> I wish I had your brain. And I woke up. I was like, oh, "Is that quite mean, or is it funny? I don't know." Um, no, I mean, loads of people in the office take a piss at me for that. So, uh, oh yes, yeah, hilarious when you nearly died, wasn't it? Ah. Yeah, uh, no, respect. No, um, respect for the people in your office has gone sky high <laughs> from me. Uh, uh, hello, is it right? Is it, is, it, is it? Is it my go? <laughs> uh, it's your, it's your Pokemon Go hey! to the polls. 
Um, no. Right, I, uh, I won't talk a lot about it. I've been playing a bit of Destiny 2 again because I've got a couple of mates now who are playing it again and we've all convinced ourselves that we're going to do the raid at some point. So I'll report back oh. on that in 2021. So you need um, more friends. Yeah. You need more I friends. You need more friends. Uh, what, but actually, if anyone wants to do the raid, if anyone wants to do the raid with Sean, it's at Captain <laughs> on Twitter. <okay>. Please. <laughs> Get in touch. So I'm at uh, 528 now. Um, okay, so not massively far. Well, one of our uh, so one of the my mates who wants to do the raid, he's gone from like five twenty to five four one in like a an evening because he's just played a shitload of Iron Banner because that's up at the moment. Uh, uh, also, the, 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 there's that there's that, there's that challenge where you go back to the Cosmodrome yeah, and the gun you get at the end of that is yeah, like some... is like five fifty or something crazy. How so. do you know that, Matt? Because I know because <laughs> someone in my office is massively because into it and also I like, like, take the pulse. I just keep of up. The I just keep up on the video game news, David. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. so yeah no just just yeah been back on that really enjoying it the um, the way the like daily and weekly stuff resets now is weird but kind of works so you've got like your weekly objectives that reset every Tuesday and then the daily stuff is like like you'll start the week and they'll be so you'll have um, like a challenge to do like a crucible match and a strike and a story mission and you know stuff like that and then but the, like they reset like every day, one of those resets. That makes sense. So, like, so then the next day it'll be like, right, you can do the crucible one again, and then the day after that it'll be like, right, now you can do the strike one again or whatever. And it sort of works right. because it stops, like, it slows down people who are like, I want to play this for twenty hours every day and get a character to level six hundred in you know no time at all. It slows those people down whilst definitely giving you something new every day. But also, if you can't play for a couple of days, then it means like three or four things have refreshed and you can do them again and, and get some decent stuff out of it. So it sort of works. So, so there's multiple weekly resets now. Basically, yeah. And it's <laughs> Does it make it clear what, what's reset? I mean, yeah, like whenever you open up your, your map, it's like there's big fucking icons right, on the like, yeah, yeah, basically like do this, do this, do this. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's all absolutely fine. Like, and yeah, just basically every time I've turned it on, there's been something new to do that will definitely get me a decent bit of gear out of it so good um, cool. have you been to back to the cosmodrome i haven't yet no there's some bullshit you have to do but like that that quest like unlocks but then it's like decode like 10 engrams before you get the next bit so i'm just it's one of those ones that you know that you unlock eventually so you don't yeah go out exactly yeah it. so i'm just playing the game yeah. and then eventually that'll click and the next step will kick in but um so yeah so that's been cool um I've also been playing. Yeah, uh, did you read the article? Wasn't there um, a news story this week that Activision has said that that game is? Oh yeah, uh, it was, yeah. yeah, really underperformed. Oh, didn't they just uh, say and, like and it didn't? From meet... said, "No, we're not disappointed with it at all." Yeah, so didn't someone initially say like, "Oh yeah, it didn't quite meet expectations" or something? And then yeah, Luke Smith was like, "That's fine," but then he made it, so he would say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still, I still can't get over that. That's Luke Smith. <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, so yeah, the other game I've been playing is one that I notice is missing from James's list because I think he's trying to avoid a telling off from the listeners. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I finally started playing Undertale um, because I feel like I should. And initially, initially wasn't convinced. Um, like I, I think I've mentioned this before. Like I've got no love or nostalgia for like the sort of NES style visuals and soundtrack and stuff that does nothing for me um but I have I love Ghosts and Goblins you do it's your favourite game (laughs) Uh, finished it twice um 
But obviously, so the main hook of Undertale, for those who don't know, is it's it's kind of like a JRPG style game where you walk around, random battles happen, and you get into fights. And but the trick is, you can like you can avoid killing everything in the game and in fact that is how you get the best ending and everyone says if you're only going to play through it once like make sure you do a pacifist run where you don't kill anything um and initially i was fine like the first dungeon you do which is basically a tutorial i was finding that a bit tedious because literally every enemy is like you go to like your actions menu and you do one thing and then they go oh they're happy now and then you can spare them which means you so like every enemy there's a specific thing you can do that then puts them in a mode where you can just like there's an op- an option where you click spare and then that's it like they you don't fight them anymore um so that's how you do a pacifist run you just have to do that with everything that you come across but that includes like bosses which are quite involved but in that first dungeon it's like the interactions are so simple that it's just like this is like more boring than just fighting them and I'm not a fan of like random battles in JRPGs anyway so I really wasn't convinced at first. And then something superb happened with the first boss. Do you think I can spoil this, James? Because it's like literally the first half hour and it might not even happen to everyone. Yeah, well, what what you had didn't happen to me. Yeah. So, yeah, you could probably can. I think, yeah, I, yeah okay, it. I'll spoil it. The game's been out four years, fuck it. Um, so there's this this monster called Toriel who's like looking after you at the start and she's kind of like... You get sort of slightly creepy vibes from her. Like, so you're this kid and you land in this like underground cavern and it's got all monsters in it. And she's like, oh yeah, like if you leave here, you'll die. So I'm going to keep you here forever. Deal with it. Like, I'm going to look after you. Um, and obviously you want to get out because you want to go home. And basically you sort of argue with her and she's like, right, well, you can leave, but you're going to have to kill me to do it to prove that you're strong enough. Now, obviously I'm trying to do a pacifist run. So... I was like, right, okay, how, how does this work? Um, in trying to figure out how to defeat her non-violently, um, I accidentally killed her because <laughs> it sort of mentions like one possibility is like some enemies you do have to wear them down with attacks first before like certain options will will work or whatever. Like it mentions that that's a possibility. So I thought, okay, well maybe that's it because I wasn't really like I didn't really know what to do. And ended up like I got some like insane critical hit on her, and then and it killed her. And I was like, ah, shit. So I closed the game, um, quit it, and then reloaded my save, and then went to. I was like, oh fuck's sake! I had to like redo some dialogue and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is shit. I'm not. <laughs> I can't really be asked with this. And then before you fight her, she was like, why are you looking at me strange? And then it's like the fight just starts, and you're like, what the fuck? And then one of the actions was to talk to her and i selected that and it was like you consider telling telling toriel that you just saw her die and i was like oh Holy shit, shit. <laughs> um and yeah so then i figured out how to um like defeat her sort of non-violently and she lets you go and then you meet this this flower that you meet at the start of the game and he's like a bit of a con to you um and you meet this flower and he's like i know what you did and he's like, you killed her and you felt bad and you thought you could go back and change it. <laughs> and it was like, shit, man, this is, <laughs> that is really smart. That's really clever. Yeah. So I was like, right, well, now I've got to play the whole thing. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically, like, I've done a bit after that and it's been pretty enjoyable so far. Um, I am still finding the random battles a bit 
boring i sort of wish like if it was just a case of like you do every enemy like a couple of times and you figure out the trick to doing them non-violently that's cool but then like by the sort of fifth or sixth time not so much um Mm. but yeah no i'm in now like and i gather it's got all sorts of weird and wonderful tricks up its sleeve like that so um yeah i'm excited yeah, that does sound pretty it cool. Does. And it's in that it's definitely one that I'm glad because I, I bought it on the Switch. I already had it on PC, but just never got around to it. It's classic. Um But like I am like I definitely like I would not be playing this as much as I am if I couldn't dip in and out of it. Um so yeah, I think it, it makes sense getting it on the Switch, I think. See, the thing is, is I I did enjoy this game. Like yeah. I enjoyed playing through it, and I because I got a neutral. I did like a neutral like run the, like the first time I played through it. Mm. But you see, my biggest problem with the game has been like the combat and all that kind of stuff and the random battles because mm. I just found them really tedious. Yeah. Like not, and I didn't find that that improved like as the game went on. Yeah. Like it just it didn't, and that's why like when people say, "Oh, you've got to play through it again and do a passive run," it's like, well, that's fine, but I just don't really want to go through like using that combat system again and that that's been the big problem i've had with it because i just didn't Mm. i just really found it really tedious like (laughs) that the combat system but the the story stuff is really interesting and like and you'll find yeah there's a lot of really cool stuff like you've just experienced like Mm -hmm. that starts to happen Mm -hmm. and uh yeah especially i mean yeah you see i can't say anything because like when you when you get to the end of the game it like really it plays on that sort of stuff even heavier, yeah. especially once you've finished it. And then it's like, that's why it gives you the incentive to go back again. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's there, there's lots of different permutations that you can take, like for the ending as well, right. which you know, to sort of go further. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just the combat system I found really, really boring. Yeah. And, you know, like just, you know, the, I don't know, not, I didn't enjoy that bit. Mm-hmm. No, fair enough. Like I say, that's the, the one bit I'm struggling with a little bit. So I don't know, see how we go. But yeah, so far, if it keeps being clever like that, I'm, uh, I'm in. Yeah, it's definitely clever, yeah. definitely interesting, mm-hmm. but it's just yeah that that aspect are just yeah yeah put me off a bit. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, that's that's it. Okay. All right, nice one. Well, we're on to emails. Yeah, right. Emails. If you want to send us an email, do do so at thecomputergameshow at gmail dot com. Johnny Roberts says a few years ago I got in touch with Andy from Midnight Resistance as I had a gift I thought he'd appreciate and wanted to post it to him. He refused because giving your address to strangers on the internet is probably a bad idea and he thought it might be a bomb. The book on Doom was eventually <laughs> recycled. Oh man, <laughs> he would have loved that. I was reminded of this recently after seeing a copy of Juice 2 Hot Import Nights in a local shop. The perfect... There was a 2... There was a Juice 2. Surely. news to me. Surely there wasn't a sequel to that game. Um, this is the perfect gift for one Mr. James Farley. However, given his daily requests for the right to be forgotten under EU law... <laughs> I figured my chances of having anywhere to post it were even slimmer. What is the strangest thing you've ever been offered as a gift as a result of your podcast fame? There was a Juice 2. Juice 2 Hot Import Nights, uh, developed by British Studio for the PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, and Nintendo DS. Wow. 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 September 2007. (laughs) (laughs) That's mad. I bet that DS version's a fucking blinder. (laughs) You said something in that email, and we will answer it in a bit, but like. Uh, did we talk about the petition? Should we mention that? Which petition Which was petition? this? The government... You know those government positions that you could submit? Mm. James found one. Look, what was the title? Let me try this and find it. proper weird. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Let me try and find it. Why are we talking set. about... I didn't know we were going to talk about this on here. 
Because it's Why just because it's just really weird, and I don't <laughs> right, okay. I don't know what's so, going on. It honest. was a re- rejected petition from five years ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this isn't a recent one. Five years ago, ban James Farley from returning to China. More details. <laughs> James Farley must not be allowed to return to China until he has fulfilled his duty to the country. We, the undersigned, ask the Home Office, to confiscate his passport immediately. Why was this rejected? It's not clear what the petition is asking the UK government and parliament to do. (laughs) I mean, on one level, that's quite funny. But on another, if that had been taken even the tiniest bit seriously... Oh, Sean, we've been through this. So James sent that to me and Matt, and he just went, what the fuck is this? And I just said, like, he said... Was it one of you guys? Oh, I can't remember. I don't think you accused See, us or anything. What's weird about it? Because that's like exactly when I was when I was returning to China <laughs> as well at one exactly. point, which is just a strange thing. It's very so strange. It must have been a Joypod listener or something. Mm. But um, I I turned around. and said there is no way that I would do that because I'd be too scared that it sort of <laughs> went too yeah, yeah. far. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's no way we're getting ten thousand signatures <laughs> or whatever. But I I, I was just thinking holy shit that is like i i would just never do that right yeah i was just saying but, i mean i mean i like but, a joke believe me but yeah that was too the much weird a risk thing is, if that caught on the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that someone did it and then didn't tell us about <laughs> it like they didn't tweet about or anything it was set up and then that was it see it so might, that it might you, not even be anything to do with me i don't but, I, I, I mean how did you find this link who sent it to you it was it was like one of my family members that sent it to me. They were like, they no were like, way. no, I'm not joking. They were like, what's this? And I was like, I have no idea what this is. And the fact and then it's I, five years ago is, is like that's the strange thing. thing. <laughs> it's I mean that's what's really I don't know what is going on with it. It's just very strange. <laughs> why can we do? Why are you worried about talking about it? No, because it's just I mean, weird. It was rejected. It's it fine. is weird. Yeah. To be fair, that, that is, is like that genuinely is a bit unsettling. That, that is that's the probably the gift. worst gift you've received from a listener, right? That's <laughs> so. Yeah. That's got that. So it does tie in. Um, I, I've I got, got really... um, a pen sent recent sent to me recently that says "e by gum" on it uh, <laughs> because pen. of the, the what was it that I said? I said "o oh, by gum" oh, by or something gum, on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, uh, that was from Ian Clayton. Nice. That, was, that wasn't like bad present or weird present that was really funny it made me laugh so (laughs) i've got a really really embarrassing answer and it it wasn't a gift that i received as a gift that i sent oh i thought you were gonna say gift that i stole (laughs) go on no uh because i sent it to sean what like do you remember this sean i think about it about once a week and i can't believe i did it it was um do you you remember receiving that t-shirt that one about god hand or something oh shit uh, yeah. Oh, what did it say on it? It basically you on Bin of Resistance said something about the fact you might have killed it with one shot or something, or no, with one hand or. Oh shit! You what was it? In I... the bar? Does that ring a bell? Oh yeah, it's the yeah uh, the demon in the bar. You beat him first time. That's like the measure of like yeah. If you go back and play God Hand, the thing you want to aim for is yeah. You go to this bar and the demon appears in there, and if you can do him first time, that means you still got it. So, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that, wasn't it? So. You mentioned I'm in resistance, yeah. and I thought it would be funny if I got a t-shirt saying yeah. I killed the demon in the bar in one hit, or whatever the yeah, saying yeah. was, and all got was a lousy t-shirt. And I sent, and I sent it, and I thought, why did I do that? I don't. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. I just, I was <laughs> yeah. Did you mention it on the podcast? I assume so, didn't we? I know it was never mentioned again. <laughs> you kidding? 
<laughs> oh, Sean, yeah. you didn't even mention oh, it. No, that, that is really rude. And I'm I was sorry. like, why did I? I don't know why I did that. I just thought, oh, that's a funny thing. And I thought, no, you idiot. And it was, it was already <laughs> sent at that point, and it was just done. It was too late. No, I, so, I thought that was funny. What, I'm sorry, I didn't mention it on the show. That is oh, weird. Oh no, no, don't don't worry. It was what it was. Oh, God, that is awkward. <laughs> this is awkward now. You just crashed. I think about, that, about at least. Okay, once a month is probably more accurate. Okay, well, uh, let's put it to bed. It was fine. Don't worry. I've got a more awkward one for you. Uh, So I only realised in hindsight, because this was years ago, and at the time I didn't know him, I think it was Chazzy that did this. Um, We were having, you know, we used to do our, um, uh, like, meetups around EGX or uh, Eurogamer Expo, as it was then. Oh, God, yeah. No, it wasn't Chazzy. I don't think it was Was it not Chazzy? Chazzy? I just, I remember when I later met Chazzy, like, years later, and I was like, I think this is the guy. Anyway, um... Someone turned up to one of these meets, and he'd got... Um, what did he get you, Dave? He got you something really nice, didn't he? Uh, it was brilliant. Uh, maybe it was Chazzy. He got me... No, no, um, no it, wasn't, it wasn't Chazzy. Right. Okay. He got me uh, um, a uh, mother care voucher. That's it, yeah. Which was perfect, because Harry was just about to be born. Right. And what was even better with that is that we ordered like his mobile... Uh, for his cot. Oh, nice. And we got that. And they sent two, and we sent one back, and then got another 40 quid. <laughs> and, like, it was ridiculous. It keeps on giving. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah, he got... Um, so he got Mike the uh, the Dark Souls like art book, which has loads of like, interviews. Yeah. It's really good. It's got like loads of interesting interviews in it and stuff. And he came to me, and he's like got his, got his rucksack, and he's like, he's like, yeah, uh, I hope this is all right. I'm sure you've mentioned on the show that you're, you're a big fan of Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and he's teetotal. For any new listeners, I'm 100% teetotal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I don't actually drink, but no, I really appreciate it. I mean, what I should have just done was just said cheers, obviously. Um, and then downed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well, this is the thing. So <laughs> I went over to Andy and was like, look, can you make use of this? <laughs> Which he and did. And he downed it. And he, had, he must have had like most of the bottle in one night. And then <laughs> yeah, he was pouring it into his drink. I felt really awkward. Yeah. You don't do that in a pub, Andy. Come yeah, that was, on, that was a bit low. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then on the way back to wherever he was staying, I was just like flicking through Twitter. And there was a tweet from Andy's girlfriend, Carla, just like, whoever gave Andy that fucking Jack Daniels is dead if I find out. <laughs> yeah, he was in a bad way. Um, so yeah, that's, M- that's mine. Matt, going back to your story, I just I have a similar feeling about when I pretended to be an eight-year-old child and I was sending, yeah. <laughs> I was posting letters and <laughs> games to John Denton that as a fan of the podcast. A weird when I think about it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, very weird, especially when we revealed it on the show and he didn't really have the reaction that I thought he would. <laughs> like he was just kind of like, "Oh God, that was you." Yeah, you were pretending to be like, an yeah. eight-year-old. Why? Why right. are you doing that? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I cringe when I think about that. Because the faces. Okay. Mm. I sent him a Minecraft book as well, I think. It just said, oh, I don't like this game, so you can have it, John, because I'm a big fan. I'm like, there was no punchline. <laughs> there was no punchline. It was just a weird. Oh, it's sad, really. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit. Oh, it's a good question, though. Next question. Uh, Lee Hennigan says, Hey, up, lads, uh, if there's one thing you lot seem to bang on about more than juice and life is strange, it has to be the Giant Bomb podcast. Barely a week goes by where one of you doesn't mention it, and being in the market for a gaming podcast that isn't the computer game show, seriously, it's about time you boys went twice weekly if you're thinking premium, so I thought I'd give it a go. Wow, what a massively disappointing pile of meh. 
Hosts with zero personality, weak banter, pointing out the bleeding obvious and jokes that fail, uh, sorry, jokes that fall flat nine times out of ten. Pretty much the opposite of what you boys are doing. I even went back into the archive to see if it was an off week, but no, it's all pretty tedious. Am I missing something or is it just the British cynicism and slagging each other off all the time that makes the computer game show so good? Are there other gaming podcasts you'd recommend apart from Kane and Rince? Loving your work. <laughs> Loving your work. Looking <laughs> forward to Detroit that? on the Game of the Year show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, people like different things, so that's one thing. And But, yeah, no, sometimes I'm not into Giant Bomb, but the, for the most part, it's just a comfortable listen. Hearing them talk about games, is I, I enjoy it, that yeah. and the Beast cast. It's so, sort of happy so as well, because I've listened to them for just so long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was I, I was obviously found Jeff Gerson when he was at Gamespot like a billion years ago. So it's almost like a comfort blanket. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not great. They never really pissed me off, so I think that's probably it. Like nine times out of ten, I enjoy the show, and the ones that I don't, it doesn't piss me off enough to switch it off. So yeah, so and, I've, I've and tried. I'm already excited for like their 35 hours of Game of the Year deliberations, like. That's that. That's yeah, a massive last highlight. Year, the I game of the year shows it. for those who don't listen. Yeah, they basically put them all out. Uh, bet- basically between like the twenty sixth of December and like, but basically in that gap between Christmas and New Year, they put out five to seven shows, and they're all like five to seven hours long. Uh, they do loads of different like uh, things like best character, best moment, best yeah, and then eventually building up to best game, where it's like a nine hour podcast. But um, and loads of people might think they're tedious, but they're a genuine highlight of the holiday season. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't do that because I've, I've tried many times to get into Giant Bomb and the main thing that always puts me off is the length of the show it's like I mean this week it was like over three hours I looked at it I thought oh I might listen to that and I thought no I'm, I just can't be bothered yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah I, I thought we were only slightly shorter I'm with Dash Radio it should be under two hours <laughs> you know, it's, it's <laughs> I will say this but did you I've just found it so did you listen to last week's show because do you know Brad Shoemaker? He's one of the presenters on the show. I don't oh, yeah. know what happened to him this week. Listen to this. Sean, you don't listen, No, do I don't know. Right, so Brad Shoemaker does this thing that some presenters do, um, and I, it's not a thing that I find irritating, but it's like when they talk, they go, ah, I don't really know about that. You know, that sort of thing, right? But this in this clip, he goes to do that, ah, I don't know, you know, but but doesn't come back down again. Like the voice goes up and then stays there. Listen, listen to this. Well, they haven't heard hardly anything about the game this year. Do you guys think the lack of press is telling as to how the quality will be? Or is the THQ shuffle about to blame? Wait for it. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the franchise and next game. Does it? Is it scary? A little bit. A little bit. You mean you're concerned a little yeah. bit? A little okay. concerned. Yeah, they haven't been out there a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you know, because this is the computer game show, you know what's coming. You shuffle about to blame. I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the franchise and next game. Is it, is it scary? A little bit. A little bit. You mean you're concerned a little yeah. bit? A little okay. concerned. Yeah, they haven't been out there a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that as a work, and I literally nearly spat water all over my keyboard. It was just so bizarre. I'm thinking, he's got to come down soon. He's committed to this sentence, and he's not coming down. What's going on? <laughs> it's just, it just made me laugh. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those, those shows. I mean, that's definitely um, Player One podcast for you, isn't it, James? Definitely, yeah. Still listen to that um, every week. Like, 
Monday, Monday, um, Monday. Yeah, I'm starting to. Oh, yeah, pick yeah. Up that <laughs> Actually, as well. me too. Yeah, is it a Cinto live show at that that scoop fest, whatever it's called? Yeah, I listen to it every week now. Yeah, I was, I was a bit before yeah, big that. I think, yeah, because James has been. Yeah, I listened to it, maybe so. one or two. I listened to like probably like two or three before that, but regularly it was what is. Yeah, I'll tell then. you what. It's well worth going back to the stuff when, like, things like the GameCube, not the GameCube, yeah, when, like, when, like, the Wii launched and stuff like that to, like, hear, like, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that, my that, actually, yeah. That was, yeah. I mean, they got a enormous back catalogue of, like, stuff. Is it all and, on uh, iTunes? Yeah, you can, you can download, yeah, like, pretty much the whole thing, yeah. It's, it's all there. Um, I was on, I, I'll give a recommendation here. I was on, um, Player Characters podcast. I was asked to, uh, yeah, be on an episode of Player Characters, um, which I hadn't heard of before, I must admit, but, uh, you know, it's always nice to be asked to be on a podcast. Um, and I've been listening back to some of um, his stuff, and it's, it's really good. Uh, the, the concept for the show is um, interviewing people from all over the industry, whether it be journalism to content providers to uh, developers, and finding out how they got into the industry and just getting those stories out there and hopefully inspire people to... Um, uh, to you know follow a similar path but um yeah i was interviewed about just i don't know why he interviewed me i'm not in the industry at all but he was asking about podcasting and how i got into it and whether it's worth doing in terms of a career the answer is no <laughs> I, I assume dave you talked about all about us four in glowing terms saying well you know i met these boys and i knew we had i to think I, I i was actually quite yeah i i think i was yeah, just listen to it when it comes out. But I think that should be out in the next week or two, but I'll tweet about it. But yeah, no, they, he's got a back catalogue. I listened to the one that we interviewed Vic Hood um, uh, today, oh, yeah. and that was a good one. Um, she's got a really interesting uh, view on games journalism because she actually studied journalism. <laughs> and she's like, what you find is that not many people do in this <laughs> industry. Um, so yeah, it's actually quite interesting to hear her take on, on um, that that sort of career path. So, uh, Play, yeah, Player so One also out. had like one of the best bits of podcasting I've ever heard, which was Dormabot, where like one of the co-hosts from like a long, this is like a long time ago, used to regularly sort of go missing and like not turn up for shows and stuff. So they did one episode where they just did the whole thing, like automated, like an automated voice of him. <laughs> it and it, I mean, the amount of work that must have gone into that, but it was, it was very funny. It was, yeah, it was, it was very good. I've always wanted Dormabot to come back, but it's, we're never going to happen. <laughs> Shame, but yeah. In terms of Giant Bomb, yeah, I I, I absolutely love it, and uh, it's, it's it's the mainstay of my game podcast each week. Actually, actually, but I feel like you probably need to listen to two or three to to get into it to understand what's happening. But uh, yeah, I like it. I like yeah, it. Never really <laughs> talked about it all night. <laughs> um, how about you? How about you, Sean? You've been quiet. Do you still listen to other gaming podcasts? I don't. You know, I I, I don't know. Like, I feel like. Doing this show and the fact that all my mates are nerds and 90% of the conversations I ever have are about video games. I don't need that from podcasts, really. Um, like, I do dip in and out of cane and rinse if there's something I'm interested in. I don't, like, necessarily listen to every episode, but I think I think that's the way a lot of people do cane yeah, and rinse, which is it, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It was really cool listening to their Resident Evil 5 episode because, you know, shocker, that game isn't terrible. Um, but they like there's it's always just a really even-handed honest assessment you know like there's no sort of like oh well it's not resident evil 4 so fuck it like they just honestly address that there were problems with it but like a lot of good stuff as well um so that was cool but no i mean other than that no i, I don't really do other games podcasts that much um and i've Fair never enough. listened to giant bomb to deal with that really yeah 
Uh, I mean, I, I would uh, certainly give it a listen. It's um, it's a lot more serious. I mean, they are, you know, they are funny. And they, uh, I've laughed at it a lot, but then, um, yeah, for me, it's it's a little bit um more ser- serious. I mean, obviously because it, you know, it's their job and stuff. Um, but it's they, you know, it, you can tell the difference between their analysis and ours because <laughs> they're a lot more embedded in the industry than we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so enough. yeah, that's it's interesting to hear that side of things for yeah. sure. Cool. Uh, I also listen to loads of kind of funny stuff because I absolutely love all the guys that are kind of funny. So they do like Games Daily, which is like a daily, well, yeah, five days a week. I do that, but also they do a Gamescast once a week, which sort of rounds up stories from the week. Yeah, oh, let's try and get a, let's try and get a Christmas message from the kind of. I mean, if you love them all, let's try and get one of them to send you a Christmas message. Not, not the shit ones. I, I mean, the good ones. <laughs> just I'm bombard them <laughs> no, I, with I, tweets to say Matt Murray for no, the computer no, game no, show no don't because I, I like, really no, really want Greg Miller retweeted me retweeted one this week and like my mentions were dead <laughs> for a day so yeah, yeah I, go I, on but, do it hammer them and say Matt Murray I'm, for the computer sure game show really no, wants no, a Christmas message from Christmas one of message. you guys because he said he loves you all just I do, do that I do love them all but I don't want a Christmas message anyway oh, do, yes you do you get him on <laughs> go on I'm, right. I'm actually smiling right okay. now, so maybe I'll do one more. <laughs> <laughs> right, Oodles. So it's with Sony pulling out of E3, as I'm sure you've already discussed, it got me thinking about conventions and expos in general. I thought I'd ask, where would your ideal event be located and what would the topic or medium be? Me and the lads once discussed DadCon, in which estranged dads meet up to see the latest game stroke movie stroke ales and have a few indoor football tournaments. Also, the signal would be intentionally terrible so the wives and girlfriends can't phone us. Ben <laughs> um, I mean, to, to me that sounds like hell, but I don't think I'm the target audience for this. I don't know, I'll be all over that. <laughs> Apart from the shit signal, because I need, need good 4G. Exactly. I'm not a monster. Um, maybe this is where I should go when I'm missing E3. <laughs> yes, please <laughs> do. Please go to DadCon. UK Road Rage Video Con. <laughs> <laughs> that would be mine. Huge screen just constantly showing middle-aged balding men getting out of their car going, what the fuck are you doing? And not banging on the window and that. Uh, and then, and then, the, like the cyclist going, "You're on camera, mate. You're on camera." And then, as they're riding away, going, "Check YouTube tonight." Like, oh my god, I just want to. I want them to. I hate I, special uh, special guest Ronnie Pickering. He's the keynote speech. <laughs> Go on, who are you then, Ronnie Pickering? <laughs> who, Ronnie Pickering? <laughs> it's the best. The best. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Matt, well, actually, yours would be that just con does actually sound right? quite good. I'll be up for getting tickets for that. <laughs> uh, do you think we can get? Um, do you think we can get an ASMR convention? Oh God! Because uh, I would love one. How is it? I would just already? love. Well, because it's the thing. Because I don't think it would work at all. Because everyone would just be falling asleep all over. Maybe- <laughs> Either that, or just no one would be able to get a buzz, because they'd be in a massive hall full of strangers. Yeah, everyone would be making too much noise. It's contact. Yeah, it'd just yeah, it'd just be weird. Um, They'd all be in like loads of tiny little booths. It'd just be loads of tiny little booths. You walk in there, and Doctor Dimitri would be in there, guys. Yes. Sk, sk, sk. <laughs> just rustling his shirt, checking you for lice, all the usual stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, man, see, that's that what would be great. You could have all these like separate booths, and it'd be like, here's where someone pretends to cut your hair. Here's where yeah. someone pretends to give you an eye exam. <laughs> yeah. Chiropractic treatment yeah. area. 
can't. There's this one. Have you seen that guy? The the guy from Los Angeles. I can't remember his name, but he's just really cringe when he does it. It's like I just. Some of them send a shiver down. If you, there's a fine line between good ASMR and just cringe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you've got to fall on the right. I'm still trying to find your are your gaming ASMR videos still on YouTube somewhere. (laughs) There's yeah, there's like three of them, I think. Oh, I've been I was, trying I was to find them for ages. Yeah, um, they, they, they're, apparently, apparently they're them. pretty good. Like a few people found them and were like, "This is fucking you, isn't it?" <laughs> okay, so if we found them, it would be obvious it's you, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, find them. The search yeah. Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, not tonight, Matt. Uh, you've done yours, James. Oh God! I've got nothing. I hate these things anyway. <laughs> I dread so. the thing what James is. <laughs> well, exactly. Wish you get to design one that you would like, James. His would be filthy. Really? <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I would go Just... to James's. Actually, yeah, yeah so would I get to, to, you know, yeah, J- It's cool. James, we'll James would be one of them anime gaming characters. Not been to one, so he doesn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. It's called Shadow. <laughs> the reception's right, great. Okay, we could probably mention this now. Do you remember the guy when we were queuing up for? Poker Stars VR oh, yeah. that was standing behind us with one of those full length pillows with an anime sexy anime. Oh character. yeah, yeah, we did yeah. talk about them because we were just did we? Yeah, because we just say now it's mad that like, like, like you know, it's really nice at conventions that like people can do cosplay or whatever and just be like, oh, thank fuck, I can just be weird because who gives a shit? But then if you see the ones with the anime body, pillows there's a limit. And, there's yeah, a limit. There is. He was standing there hugging it yep. like didn't give a shit. Yep. I was like, mate, not here. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like when you go to a zoo and you see a really majestic creature and you're like oh that's just it was a bit like what no, it wasn't what the fuck I was looking and thinking about? like how does this exist like what is this it was just it's it it fascinating no like, Matt that is not the thing it's like a giraffe all. basically <laughs> there's there's no way I was looking at a bloke hugging an anime, life-size anime pillow and thinking, what a majestic creature. Which, <laughs> funny no, enough, no, no, is the title of the show. What I, meant, what I meant was that I was looking at him like... What, I, I've Wiping so a many, tear from his eye. so many questions. So many questions. But, yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, but in the same vein, I don't go to a zoo, zoo see a majestic creature and go... I've got so many questions for you. Yeah. Why are your neck so long? Giraffe. Mr. Tiger. <laughs> Why are your claws so sharp? I mean, I'd have questions for the zookeeper if the tiger was hugging an anime pillow, but other than that, I can't, I can't make that link at all. Uh, right, okay. Next. Tweets. If you want to send us a tweet, do so at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Futile Exercise says, after the in-depth discussions of last week, what is your favourite junk food? And Burger King is way better than McDonald's! Exclamation oh, come mark. on. I mean, no, it is not. Down there. This is Burger a futile exercise, I tell you what. Burger King, the Whopper is pretty damn good, right? A Whopper with cheese is pretty yeah, damn good. Yeah. But where it goes down here are the fucking chips that they put that weird coating <laughs> on. The, the, the fuck knows what it is, but it just fucking ruins it. Yeah. What's that? So, and it's also ridiculously expensive as well, yeah. like, for what it is. It's way yeah. more than like McDonald's, and it's not significantly better in quality. Yeah, agreed. Well, yeah, yeah. So far, yeah, far I, I'd agree with that. Uh, for me, uh, it, it so, have you ever had a milkshake in Burger King? This is just no. fucking awful. It's just <laughs> flat out bad. I, 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 I had one of the just... ones, and it was alright. But... Rank. Sort of low grade meat, and it just with. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I you're like paying for low-grade mead, you might as well be paying less for low-grade exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> oh man, do we call the episode low grade meat? Possibly. There's too many titles coming out yeah. now. Anyway, um, yeah, for me, it, it's a mood thing. Like KFC and McDonald's, yeah. I, I mean, at KFC, I love everything apart from the chips, although they've recently redone the chips. I haven't tried them yet. McDonald's, I know it's dirty, I know it's horrible, but you can't, if you're hungover or tired or both, you cannot beat like a massive McDonald's, resalted chips, massive Coke and or strawberry milkshake. It's, it's the one. But there's also yeah. like KFC bucket or like a big daddy box meal. It's a mood thing. I've had too many bad KFCs though. Yeah. You can, yeah, you I mean, can the, have the, the, bad KFCs. Like McDonald's difference, seems way more consistent. Yeah. You can get really bad ones and, and really good ones, whereas, K, whereas McDonald's is pretty much on level. But yeah, I'm a big fan of both. Couldn't decide. Let's like, talk about Pizza Go-Go. We've done this a million times. Pizza Go-Go is the one. <laughs> See, because what I find with KFC is that, so like, obviously I've had better burgers than you would get at McDonald's, but it hasn't ruined McDonald's for me. Whereas like decent fried chicken, like you can't go back to KFC after that. Oh, so, really? Yeah, mate. Um, mm. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not what, a what about the Colonel's re- recipe? What about it, mate? What about secret herbs and spices? I don't get anything from KFC at all. What about the fucking now? gravy, Sean? Grim. <laughs> Have you um, thought about that? I mean, broadly speaking, I, yeah, I'm a burger guy, as if that isn't obvious just from looking at me. Um, oh, beat yourself up. But, um, I mean, I'm quite happy that, like, really good pizza seems to be the trend at the moment. There's, like, lots of little independent pizza places oh, starting don't up. That, don't tell that, Sean, Dave. That did, this did upset Dave, didn't it? Yeah. Well, no, people <laughs> just think pizza. that... It insanely thin based pizza equals good pizza, and that's not necessarily the case. Well, no, it's it's just, the yeah, it's just that really simple dough recipe, isn't it? That, that doesn't palmer ham in it. <laughs> Fuck off, um, twat. Yeah, so I'm quite happy that that's a thing. Like, I'm not a massive pizza guy, and and you know, there's fuck all wrong with Domino's either. Well, I'm mean, aside from their ethics in terms of where they get the meat from but um to actually eat like i'm totally fine with dominoes and stuff so. oh yeah i love a dominoes i'll yeah. eat one but i'll never like it what yeah. not not after you have a piece of go-go i'll eat yeah. one and you know okay it's fine but i'll never sit there and go yeah, oh, yeah. this is so good i nah, man, the meteor is one of the best oh yeah ever. <laughs> oh yeah i'm all about that better meteor. than pizza go-go yeah but i'm better than pizza go-go. Go-go. on my on my you know on my street, I can't. I can't. Is that really yeah. still just south? I've That's yeah. So I don't weird. think I've seen one. Next time you're down there, Sean, which will be never. Um, um, <laughs> I should say, like, I know people bang on about it a lot, and it's really not interesting anymore. But a Five Guys has just opened about half an hour away, and I'm oh, excited. Man. We've we've just got one in Canterbury. Yeah. And, um, it. Well, this is the thing. I went there with Chen, and she hated it. Really? She just said, yeah, she said it was rubbish. It, she was. <laughs> I, I she, thought it was rubbish until um, Andrew Smith from Spilt Milk Studios told me that I'm doing it wrong and yeah. that you've just got to have everything. Like I was picking <laughs> toppings and oh, he was what, saying... Well, no, you just go for that. Well, what's, what do they call it? You know, the works, the works or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he was saying, no, just get the works. And then I got that and I was like, actually, yeah, no, I see why this yeah. is nice now. I mean, it's too expensive, but like, what, what is <laughs> well, it? It is, it is very expensive. She was like, well, it's, is- it's good fucking ingredients. So, yeah. They probably well, she was like, this is like marginally money, better than McDonald's and incredibly expensive. Oh, it's way better than <laughs> McDonald's, but it is also like, it was 32 quid for me and Jill to have burger and chips and a milkshake each. Like, come on. Mm. What? That's, yeah, that does seem expensive. It is really um, expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Yeah, no, but if you live in Brighton, go to Burger Brothers. That's yes. the place to go. Right, okay. And Patty and Barney in London. Big style. Yeah. Richard Burr. 
says, did any of you watch the Rocket League Championship finals last week? If not, well worth looking it up, if only to make yourself feel inadequate. I didn't, but I should do. I, saw I, I didn't know this was watching on. It yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I've not I've not sat and watched a proper tournament yet, but I should do because I'd probably appreciate it a lot more now considering <laughs> the amount of insane hours that I've put into that game. Yeah, I made mine went to some eSports, the, the Rocket League Championships in Birmingham earlier this year and said it was amazing. It was like yeah. a really amazing raucous crowd and everyone with banners and, and all sorts of stuff. And so it was brilliant to see. I would love to go see eSports live, but haven't done it yet. But uh, Rocket League, I reckon, would be a good one. It's the best game ever made. Go on. <laughs> uh, MJL Games says, was Mass Effect Andromeda really that bad? I mean, once the initial unlaughable animation issues were corrected, what other games are much better in retrospect other than Andromeda? Resident Evil 5 is much better when looking back at it, possibly because Resident Evil 6 was so See, bad. I'm not convinced about that because I remember playing Resident Evil 5 and absolutely hating hate it. it by the end. Yeah, especially, I hated it. It was all the QTE stuff, which just went into absolute overdrive. And I remember thinking yeah. my thumbs were going to fall off. And it was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That stuff did get silly. No, I, I think Resident Evil 5, like, I like quite enjoyed it at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the Ken and Rince lot seem to think it's aged all right. Um, but it still has issues. I mean, in terms of uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, it's we okay. always said it was alright. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. I, it's, mean, it's just... I didn't hate it. It was just nowhere near as good as the the first three games. Exactly. If this was like a brand new thing, it probably would have done okay. Um, and I, I do still think it's a shame that like because it didn't do so well, they basically killed the entire thing. But no, no, um, but it'll be know, back. It was N Seven Day last week, and they said, you know, we're look. Obviously, they've they announced what they. I guess it's out now. But you see, Andromeda is now 4K on Xbox, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay. And they said, yeah, we're we're working towards what what goes next. And yeah, he was drinking from an N7 cup. It was all very and this didn't and make odd. it into the news section. It didn't know because it'll be it'll be a mobile game, won't it? In Probably. Like yeah. of, you know, um, you know. No, I, I think like what some of the story stuff they did with Andromeda was really cool, and it's a shame to you know if if we're not going to see that like really flourish at any point. Mass Effect thing. trilogy on Switch. I know, fucking easy money, mate. Could it happen? Come on, um, maybe that's we what had, they're like, building up to. We're Mass Effect three on Wii U, didn't we? So why not? God, did oh we? My God. Christ, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And it had, all, did it have some extra shit? I can't remember. Probably just inventory screen, wasn't it? That was all. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Classic. If they put the trilogy on Switch, because I never played the first game through. Oh, the first one. Was, if they did an episode, the first few hours, it was bad. But no, it was not <laughs> yeah, bad. That's bad. No, no, I, I, I think I, no, but I kept. I may was having bugs. No, I kept getting stuck was, in the walls. The combat was fucking atrocious. I was yeah. getting yeah, stuck no, in the walls. Like even by the time Mass Effect Two came out, it was like holy shit, this is a massive improvement. So I, I can't imagine the first one has aged very well at all. However, if they were time. like properly remastering it and they could put two and three's combat into one. That'd be wicked. Oh my god, forget about it. I'd yeah, love to play mate. through that because I hear the story is incredible. It's yeah. just you know the gameplay was probably fucking dog the best. Shit story like two was yeah. like the best balance between like oh, really two was so good two was so fucking good man um right mgl games also says what were your favorite cartoons as kids and have you and have stroke did you manage to get your kids to enjoy them as well thomas the tank engine works with my little boy ghostbusters was up there yeah definitely um the, the, but then i sort of no see because this is annoying for me I kind of missed out on that period. So I missed out on Thundercats, He-Man, oh, Transformers. Yeah, oh, man, that, that was the like, golden era. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> see, because I was entering the Nickelodeon stage by the time that I was getting interested yeah. in mm. cartoons. And it was like, our real monsters, Hey Arnold, mm-hmm. um, Doug, you know, and stuff like that. It was modern then, life, mate. 
Yeah, Rock and Modern oh, Life. Yeah, that was a good Rock and <laughs> Modern Life. It was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was when I was getting into cartoons. It was it was that sort of stuff. Mm. But then you still had Brendan Stimpy, which was amazing. Yeah, the yeah, tick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't remember the yeah, tick. Yeah, tick was good. See, I, I was a massive um, Looney Tunes kid when I was really little. Just like just slapstick stuff was the funniest fucking thing to me. So just like you <laughs> know, Wally Curry and Roadrunner was fucking I lo- amazing. I love the Animaniacs. They're yeah. a big fan of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Animaniacs. Freakazoid. Any of you watch Freakazoid? It doesn't ring a bell. That's good. It, so that, that does ring a bell, but I can't. It was by like some of the guys is. that works in Animaniacs, and it's yeah, that, that still stands up pretty well. I used to really Galaxy High. Yeah, what, I remember that. that yeah. I don't remember that. Galaxy High, the dude that works in a pizza place. We've referenced this not too long ago, yeah. I think. Shit. Um, yeah, he works in a pizza place up in space. <laughs> classic. It's a classic coming um, of age story. I mean, I don't know if you guys. Uh, I'm probably the only one who carried on watching cartoons into his teens. But I'm, yep. yeah, I'm willing to bet that's yeah. Um, I, but, I moved on to pornography. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's nice because you know Batman the animated series and like Samurai Jack and stuff, and like that stuff still holds up like really well. Like Batman the animated series is just good fucking telly. In fact, it's just come out on Blu-ray, and I'm probably going to have to do that. Um, so yeah, and like fucking hell, kids are spoiled now for good cartoons, man. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. Like it's just ridiculous. Like, um, like Hilda that's just been on Netflix. That's like, I mean, oh, as yeah. an adult, there's not a lot there, but it is just like really pleasant. Um, like Stephen Cake and Dino Cup on Cake Netflix Dino, is good, really good. Uh, Stephen Universe, like, there's just so much like genuinely really good shit. Um, you watch that Gumball stuff? Oh no, what's that? The Adventures of Gumball or something? It's like. Yeah. For older kids, you know, right. so, you know, six, seven, eight, that sort of age range. Mm-hmm. It's dark as fuck, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, like, we, I watched, so my nephew's into it, and I watched one episode, and I was like, fucking hell, <laughs> this is, like, real, I mean, darker than Ren and Stimpy, I'd <laughs> say. Was it, like, <laughs> yes. darker than, like, Grain Shield, like, Zamo drug overdose or anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that, I thought that was quite light, even back then. Uh, it's, what's it, that? it's interesting that like in the eye. people oh. who really like Adventure Time are a little bit tedious, but like it's really clear that that show has opened a lot of doors for a lot of other like cool and yeah. weird, interesting yeah, stuff. Yeah, it so, changed the way that uh, cartoons for kids was written. Yeah, I think you know it's basically I mean? like this generation's Ren and Stimpy in a lot of ways. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, right, what's next? Uh, Tendo Pete. This is after playing right. and completing Undertale a few months ago. I haven't been able to get the game out of my head. Everything from the story, music, etc. My question for you, Leds: uh, What game has left you with a huge lasting impression and made you evaluate every aspect of the experience? Oh fucking hell! Yeah, sorry, it's a bit of a big experience. one. That's like, one of the last this few is questions, 10 isn't past it? Past twelve, right? <laughs> All this right, well, we'll call this the last one to ask at this time of night. It's <laughs> he didn't insane. know what time he was asking it. Oh. Yeah, it's not Sean his did. It's yeah, like you're yeah. playing Tendo P at P Beckett right, well, one. Don't blame him. We'll call this the, the last one. Curtis, you know, you don't you don't bring out one like that, Sean, at this time of night. It's ridiculous. Right. The next one's uh, like top twenty games. Uh, that's of all basically time. asking so, what's the big, biggest twist in a game, right? That, that no, no, not like if you're reevaluating, no, not necessarily. Just like something that's really got a into last your impression's head. got to be probably either gone home. Stop answering such a surprise. it. Can we just move on? No, no. This is a fucking podcast. Detail about this, James. James, man, you got to get out of this. No, but it's Go ridiculous. On. Okay, if it's like half past 11, that's fine. I understand I'm being stupid. It's 10 past 12. I mean, we've been I've just been sitting hours. here waiting to give my answer and it's currently getting held up. I was going to say, James, you're dragging it out longer. 
Tell you what, James, we'll stop the show now, right? If you stop taking the tips money. <laughs> so what are we going to do? We all know that's not going to happen. Are so you going to drop your tips money? I just get on with you it. Okay, just cut? Get on with it. I mean, to be there fair, then. to be fair, I'm probably I'm being a bit lax because my baby is currently teething, and I'm already, I've already accepted I'm getting no sleep tonight. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, so my answer right, is Dragon's Dogma. I got fucking obsessed with that game, and um, I did the Kane and Rince episode on it. And when I was going through like loads of the lore and stuff, like they were a bit like, oh, "How did hell, yeah, How did you know? Like, how did you find all this stuff out?" And I'm like, "It's all in the game, mate. You just got to play it fucking loads." <laughs> Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah, is another yeah, one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Dark Souls for okay. sure. I, I, yep. I was like, writing down some of my games of the year this year. And it might, my game of the year could be Dark Souls, were I allowed to put it in? Obviously, I'm not. But it's like, but that game is just incredible. So, Dark Souls is up there for sure. Last of Us is another one. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that's it for this week. Um, if you would, you know, if you've been listening to the show all month and you'd like to um, drop a tip in the hat, then uh, it's paypal.me forward slash the computer game show. We take those tips and we now split them. Three ways. <laughs> That's three ways. Uh, so yeah, thanks for that. Because someone can't be bothered. We've not been bothered. We've already been here for three hours. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Matt, do you want to do any social media stuff? Um, no, James. Are we streaming on Thursday? Yeah, we're g- James. I'm going to. Oh, but only until nine yeah. o'clock. <laughs> not because no, James is going to turn into a pumpkin well. at three hours. <laughs> Yeah, because every time Matt's I... always like, we'll just go as long as we can. It's like, no, we keep it to an hour. It's like, we don't need it to be any longer than <laughs> yeah, that. I'm like, okay, one more, one more. It's okay, one more, one more. Anyway, yeah, we'll be streaming <laughs> this Thursday night at 9pm on twitch.tv slash the computer game show. We want to get through Portal 2 because we've got other games on the play, so hopefully we'll get a finish this week. But yeah, playing that, uh, Dave's streamer streams are up on YouTube and he'll put another one also on Twitch in a week. Maybe, Dave? Maybe, who knows? Uh, probably the weekend now. Okay, I think cool. I, I did two streams last week, so maybe I'll leave it until the weekend. Yeah, but anything week, you might but, miss uh, is on we'll YouTube see. channel, just search us on YouTube. Uh, Apple Podcast Reviews, they massively help. They take two seconds. If you haven't done them already, please leave one. Uh, all of links to all our social channels, the Discord, uh, Instagram, everything is in your podcast notes. Just look at your podcast player right now and you can see them. That's it. And uh, thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week, uh, hopefully for a shorter show. And uh, and then James can go a bit happy. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. That's James. That's, that's Sean. Yeah, that's Sean. What? Slapping his dick about. His dick on the on the floor. <laughs> Allowing him the floor.